0: The day that I decided to make AllPlay was when I first started my
1: Civilization videos. It's a Minecraft server made for the playerbase, made by a member of the playerbase.
0: I'm bored of uh, modded content, and I think I'm like straight up retiring from it Ooh. to uh, try to pursue like stories with creator uh, stuff. So that's interesting.
2: There's a difference between making popular content and making impactful content. Not necessarily, yes, so will you make impactful content just because you're getting the clicks? Yeah. Type in
0: <laughs> the cheat code inside MC, and you'll get <laughs> to be immune to a ban for the next hour. You no
2: way!
1: <laughs> Time from when this podcast is released. Uh, I remember watching a clip on Twitter of uh, somebody trapping someone and they both had proximity chat on and it was just the funniest video. One of the
0: names that the team were pushing for was literally
1: Is there anything planned with duels that makes it stand out to other like 1.19 or 1.20 plus like PvP duel servers?
0: 50v50 I think is going to be the first one so that'll be fine.
1: Alright, lads, welcome back to Midweek MC. The part of the podcast writes it down with the amazing co-host, Captain Ajax, who sadly isn't here this week. However, it's fine. We do have another co-host being Roman Rodri, who was on the podcast last week. Hello, Roman.
2: Hello. How are you? I am good. I am <laughs> I'm Ajax's less at replacement. And I'm here <laughs> to fulfill my duties. It's fine, though, because it's not
1: only us. It's not just us to <laughs> have a conversation. We are joined with someone who is very cool, someone who's very, very entertaining, yes. And I'm sure we'll have a lot oh, of that's... good stories about the topic that we're gonna be talking about today we are joined with the one and only speed silver
0: hello hello i don't know about the entertaining thing
1: i guess we'll see i think you're pretty entertaining i mean i mean i think a lot of other people think you're pretty entertaining as well right (laughs) as other people i do think you're
2: entertaining let's go go. okay
1: we'll find (laughs) out so today's podcast is was announced as like a hoplite podcast based on just how hoplite is going right now and based on like what we have kind of figured out with hoplite we are gonna touch on your like content creation journey in in link with it because I, I have a feeling Hoplite comes uh, as like has links to a lot regarding your content creation, if, if I'm right in saying so.
0: Yeah, plate is part of the content creation stuff too. Like, part of the reason why I even made it was to make videos on a new channel, get to make UHC content. So, I feel like we'll touch on it but anyway. It
1: links into both. So, as much as it being advertised as only Hoplite is and only Hoplite that we're going to be talking about today, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, sounds good.
1: Before we get into talking about that and us asking our questions, anyways, uh, I always like to give like the, the intro for YouTube. Promote yourself, or not promote yourself, but kind of let the viewer know who we're talking to today. Because I can introduce you as the owner of Hoplite, I can introduce you as entertaining, but that doesn't really say much about you. So if you can, it's up to you, even if a fun fact or so. Who are you? What do you do? And, uh, and you know, even if you want to like say a fun facts about yourself or Hoplite, anything to do to, with that, it's up to you. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm speed silver. I have 3 million subscribers on YouTube, but I don't really view myself as a conventional YouTuber because I barely upload. And I'd say my thing is working on big projects for the last two years i've been making movie type videos and a recent big project that took over a year has been my minecraft server so yeah i guess a creator with a minecraft server i just kind of i want to make it sound special
1: you uh you made a tweet uh, i can't remember how long ago maybe a few weeks back about how in the last like two or three years you've changed every four videos you've changed your content so you went from surviving 100 days in like hardcore or 200 days in hardcore then to civilization and now to uh Battle Royale uh, kind of like simulate the purse, simulate Minecraft's deadliest tournament all that kind of jazz so I feel like if I'm I could be completely wrong in saying it's but I a this new niche of content that you've done in the last 11 months it's kind of what spiraled into what Hoplite currently is
0: yeah like I've always wanted to make a Minecraft server since I was like 12 years old uh, I've been making scuffed Minecraft servers it's actually a full story of a failed Minecraft server that I made with another YouTuber back in like 2019 okay. uh, uh, essentially yeah it's it's like a passion of mine the day that i decided to make whole Play was when i first started my civilization videos because i just realized that it was something that could be turned into a brand new minecraft game mode and it was the first time that i used proximity chat in anything so yeah whole Play went through a ton of different names a, a ton of different designs and uh yeah, there's a lot to dive into there.
1: Before we carry on with the hop, can we chat, touch on a little bit on the failed Minecraft server? Then, if you have much to say about it, what was, what was the idea behind that and kind of what happened to it?
0: So, essentially, this Minecraft server came at a time. So, to get context, basically, I. My come up as a YouTuber was through the UHC community. I was somebody who was a number one leaderboarder in Hypixel UHC, which is a game mode that inspired Hot But after quite a few years of playing, things got quite stale. And also the game got very infested with cheaters. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if I want to name drop the YouTuber. We're on oh, like, no, such no, you not to like,
1: name drop the We're YouTuber, like, I just mean more sense yeah. of like, what was the idea behind the server and why it didn't work too well. You can just say it was another yeah, content but, creator, that works. The th- I mean, the thing that's kind of crazy is like, it
0: was a type of game mode like called like UHC with custom crafts oh, because okay. we wanted a game mode that, you know, I just love the game design of like Battle Royale, Last Person Standing, you go mining, all that kind of stuff just the uhc game mode is my favorite in minecraft so we made our own uh and then all the way along the process the youtuber that i was making it with decided that he just didn't want to make a server you know it costs a lot of money and also like i'm somebody who puts a lot of like creative passion into it and it's just like i guess for him it kind of me taking it in such a in like my own direction just became a bit too much the server was very ambitious and uh Uh, He just decided to pull out. And then because he was a lot bigger of a YouTuber than me, the developer also decided to stop working on it because it wouldn't get promotion. And then it kind of, uh, yeah, it kind of just stopped there. But the crazy thing is, a ton of Hoplite's builds are actually really inspired by the stuff that I got made for that server. Um, oh, okay. so a few people who like know about that project have sort of no like seen the difference, and it's kind of like a uh, a tribute to that server. And that that was such an important step in being able to make something like Hoplite, because all of the mistakes made on that server that I made were obviously things that I avoided this time and actually managed to, you know, take it to the full release.
1: I I said this on like a previous podcast, I'm a very strong believer in everything happens for a reason. And like, it can't be used in every single piece of context, but I feel like in this one it can be of like, you know, it didn't work out and maybe the time just wasn't right, because how long ago was this when you were gonna, when you were gonna make this server?
0: This was like 2019. Or 2020, yeah.
1: Okay, so now let's look at that. Would have been right before COVID, and it would have. I feel like it would have done quite well at the time of COVID, but then also a lot of people during that were playing on like the in quotation marks bigger servers. so I think it's, it's just a case of maybe it failed because it just wasn't the right time of release. And it's like now, when Minecraft has kind of gone a lot quieter, you dropped the server and it's getting what like 2,000 odd players now, give or take, and it's and it's still a fairly recent server. So a lot of people are like, oh crap, this is like this is kind of in in your words, Minecraft. Well, not not in your words of like hot but you you made a tweet talking about minecraft revival in 2024 and it feels like Hotlight is definitely the beginning of that right at the end of 2023
0: yeah i mean it's definitely yeah there's a there's a whole topic to dive into there around like why i think minecraft is gonna have quite a big resurgence next year um just with the shift in youtube content and much potential i see in like something quite new yeah like on the topic of everything happens for a reason definitely the server if i released it would wouldn't have done that well it was kind of on that classic thing that people fall into where they or just minecraft game modes a lot of them don't have very much innovation they don't stand out too much and it would have been that kind of thing it wasn't very unique uh there are a few unique aspects of it but after it failed and covid and stuff happened i kind of just got really into youtube figuring out the algorithm just constantly trying out new things as you said like made minecraft bar videos minecraft 100 days videos and just kept innovating with that and that was a super important journey for me to go on to be able to understand like how youtube works so that i can design a game mode that is great for creators to play and just in just makes infinite content you know
2: it seems quite important there's there's a few things that i want to point out but first and foremost feels quite important that this kind of creative process and the development behind these ideas isn't a linear process it won't just happen overnight and it will like a lot of people seem to think that running a server and creating a server from scratch and making an innovative game mode and making a successful server out of that are very like overnight easy things just everyone thinks i will be the next big server owner i'll do it overnight and i'll manage it it's very clearly not something that you can just whip up and a lot of effort goes into it a lot of your experience went into it so that's the same way that orbits was saying perhaps it wasn't the time i think it's also just you had a dream and you found the best way how to execute it And the fact that it was such a genuine dream is the reason that Hoplite still exists and is as as successful as it is. It's not some soulless, you know, repeat of anything that's been done before. It's a reconstruction and a reimagining of things that have been done before in some shape or form, but not in the way that you're doing it now. And that's why it's so successful in a sea of other UHC, you know, servers, other PvP servers, other battle royale modes, whatever you might think of. And Hoplite stands out very quickly, like extraordinarily quickly because of that experience that you've put into it and i feel like that's something that people can take away from that like i I know a lot of people who want to make a server i know a lot of people who want to learn coding um and a a lot of people want to make for instance events and these kinds of servers and have them be successful overnight and they have these expectations that i don't feel correspond with the reality of success that you found
0: yeah i mean that's just so many different things that play into having a successful minecraft server and i think a big part of it is understanding how youtube works like without creating making videos on the Minecraft server, it's very difficult to get promotion you know there's lots of different ways that you can promote like minecraft server lists and paying people and stuff like that but the best possible way to make people want to play a minecraft game mode is just to see a creator actually having fun genuinely like passionate about it that's you know for me whenever i see somebody playing something a really good example is like ranked speed running and just like minecraft speed running it just blew up so much because it made really good stream content and everybody was playing it that didn't really have like marketing. Marketing. it's not even a thing that's really monetized but yeah so i guess it's just you have to know how to design games and know how to market that's like basically it and obviously just be really passionate about this kind of community this kind of scene the creators in the space because it's a very it's very hard to i guess run a successful minecraft server um just because you are like working with the limitations of minecraft and it's not like a professional games company, but so I think it just takes a lot of passion from the team, but that's also its biggest strength as well.
1: I said this a lot in the past when I was kind of making a lot of Insane orbits content, I made a video on a uh, Bedrock server that was made by a, a content creator. And one of my big things that I said, and you've kind of proved me wrong here in a sense. So I, I mean, not proved me wrong, so I'm still technically right in my own sense is a uh, content <laughs> creator, like servers by made by content creators always fail. And not always fail because obviously we've seen content creators Make servers in the past, they've done really, really well, and you right now you're proving it does really, really well. But kind of add into what you said is like a lot of people think it's just really easy because they're a content creator and because they're like a larger or they have numbers, they'll think oh everyone's going to do everything and it's going to be easy to set something up, right? And once again, I'm not speaking on your behalf here. I'm speaking solely on my own behalf of from what I witnessed. And it's like it's kind of it's kind of same the podcast. It's a very rough link, right? It's a very, very horrible link because obviously a podcast and a server are very different. But it's like I'm I, like a lot of people think running a podcast is really easy, like getting guests on or like scheduling and stuff like that and you know obviously ajs isn't here today because we had to reschedule this podcast and that kind of is is just every really easy way of showing that it's not perfect you know it's not it's not easy to just okay you're booting on this day we are now recording on this day at this time, and like 90, like eighty percent of the chance time, yeah, like it doesn't get rescheduled. But then there's always that twenty percent, like today, which it was, and it's you know people just think it looks easy. I can do that, and when they actually go to do it, it's like oh crap, this was a lot harder than I realized. And one thing that I said to Fruitberries uh, on on his podcast was we talked a little bit about Hoplite. Was the thing about Hoplite, and the reason why you're doing so well is because it's this Minecraft server made by a UHC player, right? You mentioned how you were top of the leaderboards on High UAC. You also have the content creator experience it's a it's a minecraft server made for the player base made by a member of the player base does that make i i use better wording on the podcast but i can't remember it but does that make sense
0: yeah i think it comes down to like the biggest obstacle for servers at the moment is the youtube space like the every most big minecraft youtubers make videos that are like modded really customized really optimized just for youtube whereas back in the day you'd see so many youtuber servers just because the format like you didn't really have to innovate the format was just given to you like a youtuber makes a prison server and then makes minecraft prison episode one and it's like really insane for content obviously the big obstacle that um servers face is like how is it gonna turn into youtube and twitch content and meet tons of eyes and stuff like that um and then the other thing i guess is like yeah, if a is like, only backed by one content creator, maybe it is more doomed to fail, because, like, the content creator who made it might not be having very much fun. It kind of depends on, like, if they're genuinely passionate about it, but if it's just propped up by one content creator, it is in a vulnerable position. But yeah. obviously, what we went for with Hot Play is to make it a game mode that can make content for any creator who likes the game mode and will never really get repetitive just because there's so much new stuff every game.
1: Another thing that I used to say as well was um, and this doesn't apply in every single case is like, so there was this uh, Minecraft server on because I used to be a Bedrock Edition player, right? And there was a, there was a Minecraft server uh, release called Pixel Edward Paradise.
0: Cringe.
1: Yeah, don't worry, What's I made it on March this year so it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a server called Pixel Paradise and as soon as it released it was just a horrible server, right? And every single creator in existence made a video talking bad about it. And so one observation I made from that is content creators can very much make or break a Minecraft server, in a sense of, people wonder why Hypixel done so well, right? And obviously, cause it was, a, it was a good server, but also because content creators were constantly making content about it. All these big content creators, who you know people used to watch, I won't name any for the sake of it, but people used to like love watching, don't really do Hypixel content anymore and it's like and now hypixel's play account has gone down maybe that's because maybe there's no correlation at all maybe there is a correlation i mean you might you might know a better answer than i am because you're more kind of clued up on the whole youtube and server kind of thing than i am one thing i kind of just noticed is that now with like hoplite for example you've got a crap ton of people you know making content about it. you've got like like if you search hoplite youtube there's so many trapping videos basically what people used to do with like trapping uac on hypixel they're now doing on hoplite and with hoplite having so many different variants of things like with with the the weapons the legend Weapons, that the items you can get, all that kind of stuff. It means that you if you went from being able to make maybe ten traps on Hypixel to one hundred on hotplate and it just opens up a whole different field of content creators to essentially make the server even bigger, kind of thing. You know?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's ship Space has kind of been a competition between the people making like modded custom content and Minecraft servers ever since the beginning of anything, and it's like the spectacle of Minecraft servers when Minecraft content was first being established was kind of, uh, Always higher than what could be done with like Minecraft mods. Like it was probably a lot more difficult to make mods back then. uh there were less people established in the community to make mods. There's hot. There's like teams of people who make custom content for creators now, and it's a lot more. That scene is a lot more developed. So I feel like yeah, the YouTube content that modding could make just surpassed a lot of. It surpassed mini games. Like you know, it, it, you, if you're playing a open world mod pack with crazy custom and creepy things what is that thing like the recent
1: uh i feel like i yeah i i know what you're on about i just can't the get the is it whatever they're
0: called, uh, they're, they look scary basically you know there's so much that can be done to youtube content with custom stuff um so i don't think it's the fault of youtubers or the servers or anything like that well i guess it's not really the fault of youtubers like fair enough everybody wants to make their content the best and it's just a result of a really innovative community and then obviously the thing that has we've seen disappear has been those minecraft hunger games series like episode 100 all that kind of stuff and if you think about back in the day when those hunger games videos were being created the the videos that weren't on minecraft servers were literally just like survival episodes and like you know just not very interesting things but the one thing that servers can do is involve other players and like or just make interesting stories for super long videos like pretty much the bit the only big minecraft server content that gets made on youtube at the moment is hypixel skyblock story videos where people are Say I spent a thousand hours going for this item. I got a super rare drop. You know, that's one that's, that's probably the most recent big trend. And there are still creators getting millions of views doing that. And there's not really anyone getting millions of views doing like other minecraft server content but i do believe that play kind of changes that and that's why i was so passionate about proximity chat because you know you almost do experience a bit of a story if you're like well, you definitely experience a story if you're interacting with teammates and like you can hear the people that you're fighting with it just adds like more depth to the world and a game that's just longer more randomization all that kind of stuff it just does make interesting youtube content and uh yeah like i think we definitely I definitely could see, at the very least, me understanding that with hotplate, and that's what we're going to be experimenting with, I definitely think we can shift the YouTube scene so that it's like worth it for creators to make YouTube videos out of hotplate versus the modded scene, and that's not going to come from like us paying people to play on the server. It, it would have to come from it literally makes such good YouTube content that it outcompetes these like crazy mod packs. You need to
1: convince them kind of thing. Yeah.
0: But we have ideas for some really, really cool game modes in the future that just allow for stories to happen and just will interest viewers. But obviously like I'm super on board with the modded scene and that's what my content has been for ages. So like it's good that Minecraft content is progressing uh, in the first place. Like it's great for creators, maybe not so great for servers, but it's up to the servers to change them that
2: exactly truth be told like we were talking about uh paying creators to play on your server i feel like the most valuable thing is in most cases the servers that are successful aren't the ones that are paying people to play on them they're the servers that are so fun that the creators choose like you were saying to have videos like we were talking about it before the podcast but a hundred episode series on these servers that people used to make that they don't really make anymore but servers that make creators see it and go this is really fun I want to make a load of videos on it they're not being paid by the server they're just playing on it because it's fun it generates a return for them because they're creating content on its own it's it's gonna be like a a return for them and then for the server it's a publicity free publicity just on the off the back of them making a good experience for the player and then you 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 basically have done exactly the same thing with hoplite and there's so many I've never seen so many streamers and and youtubers so quickly make so much content on a server like even other servers that come close in my eyes don't come close to the entertainment of content like other servers have numerically come close to the number of content creators creating content at a server so soon after its launch I feel like in the entertainment value other servers have not come close to Hoplite and what its creators have been able to accomplish in such a in an early stage of development still there's still a lot more to come yeah people like with proximity chat with these unique tools and custom items have been able to create very unique kind of experiences of videos if you watch one hoplite stream you haven't seen them all whereas there are other servers where it feels like if you watch one one single stream of somebody playing this game mode you have seen it all there's not much variance because like hoplite has all the room for variance based on player interaction which is a very clever use of it's player base actually it's a very clever way to have the player base feed into itself and then the creators seeing that and making valuable content out of it it's a really really interesting way of looking at the, uh, the cycle of things that don't rely on you paying publicity because you don't have to and you shouldn't have to either like that's how all of these servers have become successful, I feel, and as as somebody who's played Minecraft for twelve years, which is weird to say now, but that's definitely like an admirable thing that you've managed. And you were touching upon your YouTube content and how you've done a lot of long form story content. Like all of your hundred days videos are very successful because that's what people enjoy watch. People want to see a good, well told, fun, compelling story that involves a load of people doing various things, um, and then being able to participate in that is a very, very, very like it's a rare thing. Not a lot of people can participate in something like that. I remember that's something that you tweeted about is Hoplite's kind of a way of people to get into a server and have a similar experience to your, a lot of your YouTube videos with these kinds of the kind of event format and being able to interact with other people. It's a very, very rare thing. So I feel like that's something that the 100 days videos, even though Hoplite isn't like, oh, you're going to spend 100 days in Hoplite. I mean, somebody might. I, I'll not put it past. Somebody might. We'll see. But it's not like you're going to hop on and spend 100 days creating civilization. However, the same kind of logic still applies that you've learned and i find that very very interesting
0: yeah something that i'm also passionate about the reason why i want to kind of i'd say something that i'm very passionate about is kind of seeing if we can make it so that more Minecraft content is made on Hotplay and just on Minecraft servers in general. And the reason why is because it makes me more money. No, I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) It makes (laughs) me rich. No, the reason why
0: (laughs) Genuinely, the reason why is because I guess, like, obviously it does help the success of Hotplay and that's something I want to see. But it, first of all, creates way more creators in the community. It's how Minecraft servers are how every single, pretty much every single YouTuber you will see as come into the space because like otherwise the barrier to entry of making a youtube video is compete with these people who have giant development teams or set up these like crazy things and storytell for two hours whereas the barrier to entry of making hotplay the first Hot plate video is barely anything um just playing the game and no server. and yeah so basically i think for the ecosystem like well that's just how i became a content creator and this has like changed my life so much, and just allowed me to do what I love. So seeing first of all, like Twitch streamers who have so much potential start making YouTube videos, and people that I'm friends with start making YouTube videos and get instant success is something that is just awesome to see. But also, I think servers create communities and YouTuber groups so much more because, especially if there's like a team game mode or some kind of like a what thing, creators are going to be interacting with each other a lot more and for me that just makes things interesting like for two years i was doing modded survival based content and it was fun push youtube optimization to its limits make the craziest high spectacle stuff that i could but What I found is like I just barely spoke to creators that I wasn't super close friends with, because like why would you? Like kind of uh I think a lot of friendships kind of well a lot of your closest friends are people that you have like scheduled interactions with, like you don't have to make plans every single time. And when something like Hotplay exists, uh you know you're always looking for teammates to play with and stuff like that. And it just for everyone who's doing this as a full time thing, it's just cool. to like have so many conversations with other people who are passionate about the same things as you and that's also something that makes youtube content really interesting because minecraft servers existing in the first place the reason why back in the day we saw all those really cool creator events happen in the first place well i guess i'm thinking in terms of like youtuber recorded uhcs and stuff like that um, yeah, I
1: remember all oh, the old UACs were like I I said I can't remember how I said this to so him. Might have been might have been someone else. I, it was definitely on the podcast. It's like with like Big Star One 2, Three every Sunday morning. He'd like because he'd upload like two like every two days a UAC. Every like Sunday morning, I'd save up like three episodes, sit down with my egg sandwich, and watch all the UAC, the 20 minute UACs. Like the like yeah. the, the, the thing to do every single time there was a UAC. Obviously, there was the more competitive ones. Like I do the, the ones with like Big Star One Stuff weren't really too competitive compared to. Uh, I got uh, one name I can think of is King Tong. I've really hope i'm right in saying that. i don't want to i'm i'm thinking yes, of other names but i don't want to be wrong yeah. in saying those names so
0: yeah and i think like also minecraft servers are one of the the ways to get real pvp content like people can involve pvp in their videos when they're doing the custom things like i've seen some big creators just invite like five people to the to the world and instead of beating the ender dragon they have a death match at the end of videos um but like the real way to have intense like the highest tier minecraft people fighting is on servers like you've probably seen well the whole plate community have probably seen so many youtubers have like intense 1v1s or just like at least seeing them play the same game and we're starting to see comparisons between different youtubers and you know some people have like some guys have viewed as the best in the game uh just two names that come to my mind like Feinberg and Floatives, just like going Flotivs, crazy yeah going absolutely one, right? crazy and it's like me like if there was some kind of um the thing that's so cool is how this enables a streamer event to become so much more interesting if it was like similar to whole play. Like imagine a uh whole play, just literally a game of whole play, but only for streamers and everybody was streaming it at the same time. Like, I'd be super interested to see some of the best players go against each other and see who comes out on top. And that's something that you just would never happen when youtube is in the space of just custom content modded content everybody doing their own thing and yeah, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm bored of, uh, modded content and I think I'm like straight up retiring from it Ooh. to uh, try to pursue like stories with creator, uh, stuff. So that's interesting. Essentially just like whole plate streamer event. Uh, I have plans for something really cool there. And then I want to try like push a video to its limits with storytelling that just cause like, yeah, the whole plate community is just so interesting. And I feel like a super high stakes live streamer event would be, he's so entertaining so
1: i guess to bundle in a few things that have been said in the last few minutes then uh could like to kind of link them all into one here is when you said about the kind of sponsored thing roman uh was because as far as i'm aware right if if something's an ad or something if, some, if you're being paid to play a minecraft server you have to you have to publicly say that it's sponsored i'm not saying that everyone mm-hmm. does but as far as i'm aware you have to can i just can i get a yes or a no on this speed would you know yeah
0: it's illegal if you don't
1: okay cool great so <laughs> with, with that if like if you're paying a, a minecraft a, a minecraft content creator to play on a server how i'd see it if i was a viewer right if i was purely just a viewer and i didn't make content myself is if that creator's is being paid to play on that server they're not really too passionate about playing it right whereas like with with hotplay and uh like i I'll, I'll be honest i personally haven't played it too much myself i'm very bad when it comes to minecraft i watch i'm watching a hotplay stream right now because uh, i always have a stream on the background i'm watching someone play it right now and i watch i watch like feinberg i watch fruitberries and like I, i've made like a lot of observations on it just from watching it i obviously i've like looked at a few stuff and had like friends tell me stuff but with in regards to there was block wars last week, so there was Pandora's Box last week, a Minecraft tournament, right? And then as soon as Pandora's mm. Box ended, the cra- like creators from different teams all went onto Hotlight to play teams of four. And it happened after Block Wars. It happened like the creators are playing in tournaments. They don't want to end their stream, so they're like, "Oh, does anyone want to go play Hotlight?" And it's like it's it's it, you can tell they're passionate about it because they're not being they're not being paid to play it. They are literally like, "Oh crap, I want to go play Hotlight." And with the whole streamer thing, you actually you you mentioned before the podcast and i found that you said you made a tweet on the october 26th what if a Hotlight streamer event was being planned and and you've hinted it again now and it's like the thing with that is a lot of the leaderboard players and like two to come tonight mine like you said feinberg and floatives they play the server so if you were to do a streamer event where there was like a cash prize for example and it was only for content creators you have you can get how how many sorry i i I, it's it's very bad i don't know this i'm sorry how many people are in a solo battle royale game is it 40 or is it more 60 60 oh my god sorry so with like, you could get 60 streamers or not even 60 say we wanted to do 30 or 40 like i mentioned you could do that and you could get 40 content creators who are all actually playing the server whereas i'm not gonna name drop other servers but there's a lot of like there's like some some that i see where they're hosting like streamer events and they're cool but the streamers are going into it and they're not actually they don't actually know what they're doing like, I've, I've watched a few povs where they're like i actually don't know how to play this game i'm just playing it because it looks fun and it's like whereas with your server the content creators would have already been playing the server a bunch they're no the strats and it'd, it'd show the person who wins isn't based on being better than the other person the people who are going to win is going to be based on who is played the server more which obviously like once again two names that come to mind feinberg and floaters there's a lot of other content creators who are out there who have probably played the server a lot but there too is if they want it they're like okay they want it because they're good at the game yes but also because they actually play the server constantly not kind yeah. of idea
0: yeah, that's one way to take the creator event, like, just a complete, like, whole play experience, but just the creators. I think the way we're going to make the event is going to be, have, like, whole play elements, but be a little bit different. Okay. Just because I... Well, just
1: like an example, because obviously I didn't know I think, what yeah. the ideas are for the event, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, and none of that's public, so I don't want to leak too much. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it can basically just be imagined as, like, a big creator whole play thing. Just, uh, I guess... I think it would be more fun if there's... Things that change the game that aren't completely just PvP-based, um, to allow like other streamers from different communities to to play in it. Just because it's boring if everyone's like a sweat, you know, if everyone's taking it too seriously, versus like a kind of experience. Like I've just seen a lot of other events like not be too sweaty, and I like I like the atmosphere of that.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say from the way you describe, not just how you want to run the event, the, the creator event that you work on, but also Hoplite in general is you're not just making Making a UHC server for sweats or anything like that. You're not just making a PvP based server for sweats. You're making something that anyone can theoretically just hop on and have good content from. Even if, it pop for instance, they yeah. <laughs> really? And even if somebody just wants to hop on and do some kind of roleplay based video, if they want to do something silly, if they want to do something fun, that the tools are there for them to do that. And it sounds like the creator event, you're not just looking at what could be fun from a purely sweaty perspective. You're looking at it from what could be fun for just about any creator who wants to join could get something out of it even if they are not pvp focused or they're not they don't have the most time to play on hoplite as is can just yeah essentially
0: it like i i just think it would be interesting if a creator event that was live streamed also made a crazy like a crazy youtube video we've seen that with Ooh. like some creator events but a lot of them are very like repetitive uh and minigame focused and like i definitely i think there's so many upsides to the minigame thing it's like really fast paced so much variety in gameplay like that's one way of doing things but the other way of doing things is like i mean straight up like this isn't what it would be but if it was just like a longer game of of hoplite, just with creators it's just a lot more i guess it can make a longer video more randomness is is gonna happen like just the same way that hoplite content as well already. Yeah, I just think it would be interesting for a creator event to expand over to YouTube so that there's kind of a link between those two communities. Because I think that's something that the Minecraft space in specifically English has missed for so long. Like people have noticed, or just people know, that the Spanish Minecraft creator space is so popular compared to the English creator space. And like, I don't know about how many people I, I like, I guess, like surely there's more English Minecraft players than. Spanish ones, but i think what happened over in the spanish side of things is like they moved a bit less towards the crazy custom modded stuff like we only went down the route of minecraft bot videos i guess maybe this isn't too familiar to the like to the minecraft multiplayer community which i'm sure a lot of your viewers are but like most people know about the minecraft bot videos or whatever they might have seen them in their homepage. and that only started because two crazy genius youtubers uh start just did a custom view uhc like it also Started from King Tong and Grazer making like a custom uh cube UHC title. It was like Minecraft, but you can craft an elytra. Oh, and that
1: just went into a whole like Nestoria still does it, like Minecraft, yeah. Minecraft and then it just video, they, so. it
0: was just like Minecraft, but random items, like all these things, and that caused this crazy, crazy trend that's i guess it did go into the spanish community more but for whatever reason like maybe their minecraft servers were just like more solid creators didn't like it as much they stuck with minecraft servers and obviously that's a link between twitch and youtube like if somebody's uploading a video on a minecraft server be stream highlight style and people are going to go over to the streams whereas we don't really see many stream highlights anymore so at the very least like there was a creator event that made a good youtube video and it was live streamed You could see Twitch space grow more i mean the last time something big like that happened was dream smp and we saw like 100k live viewers on all these streamers because yeah. it was an innovation that like not only made youtube videos but also streams it's
2: funny you mentioned that so on the on the like multilingual side of things i'm brazilian I'm, i make english speaking content but i'm brazilian um and i've had a lot of contact with spanish too. and two interesting things is when it comes to like these large events that create these amazing stories one of the most like one of the largest Examples I can think of, even before this year, necessarily is the event Squidcraft. I'm not sure if you saw it, mm, but yeah. it's literally Squid Game in Minecraft, made by a Spanish, Spanish-speaking, the Spanish-speaking community. It's a really good mix of roleplay and mini games and PvP skill. So it's like it has a little something for everyone, and everyone made really incredible just roleplay content. Even people who don't always roleplay made really fun uh, roleplay content with the like Squid Game logic that they were applied to, and that was a huge event. I had no idea it happened until they started adding English-speaking creators. And then suddenly I found out, oh yeah, it's the second one that they've added English-speaking creators to. So that was the first one that was also really successful the previous year. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do one anytime soon, but it happened like really, I think February, really early in 2023. So we tried to happen. And then after that, a couple months after that, we had the QSMP come in. And I feel like that, I feel like maybe if you don't have as much contact with multilingual communities, it's easy to miss. But the second they added Brazilian creators, they started getting streamers who get an absurd amount of views just playing on QSMP. Like we're talking about Cellbit and Forever and these creators getting over 100,000 views doing QSMP lore, like when lore first started or not even even just doing lore numbers that we hadn't seen since the dream smp and then with the number of creators that they kept adding from different communities the numbers just kept growing so i feel like a lot of people kind of sleep on the the, the perhaps the impact of the multilingual community because we simply don't have touch with we don't, we don't tend to have touch with things that are outside of our own like sphere of content that we consume but when we have the QSMP doing this kind of thing it becomes quite obvious that there is a lot of stuff happening outside of just the english-speaking community that you can look at and take inspiration from yeah this is what we talk- on
1: last week's midweek mc where i as well kind of <laughs> get into that which is funny
0: yeah i guess like the spanish because that's what is already a community of people big twitch streamers who make stream highlights style videos like there's a lot more incentive and just reason to to try something like that 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 kind of like streamer event that makes crazy youtube videos hasn't really been proven to be worth it for quite a while so nobody really does it but You know, maybe all it takes is a YouTuber who's bored of the custom optimized videos to like put it on because i guess like that crossover of interest for me where like i want to do new things constantly with my channel and i want to like do make the minecraft community do more like memorable things i grew up watching minecraft youtube and looking back on all those like recorded rounds and custom events and all these things there's obviously still like tons of people making moves and like hosting cool events but yeah like there's Nothing really in the PvP space, like USMP is the perfect example of like just innovation and and doing things that cross over. But yeah, I just want to see like a kind of resurgence. Yeah, just um just a more story focused and like unique yeah, content that isn't as optimized and more rides on like the story and spectacle of seeing creators interact in one place and make lore and all that kind of stuff. It's just interesting, it makes memorable moments and Bye it's also really fun for the creators and just creates a lot more of a of a community it makes everybody like speak to each other about their content and it's just a lot nicer more fun way to do youtube than to be in your own bubble making like modded content constantly
1: i guess it's like with uh um i guess the first thing i can think of is skyd minecraft for example with like the old prison content like uh they like where they t- i can't remember the exact name of the series but they like escape the prison and they like, does cops, the prison and robbers, yeah. cops and robbers that's the one it just left my mind thank you it's like that you could just it was just a few craters sitting in a call for maybe about an hour having a bit of fun being silly maybe a little bit scripted but like none of it like none of it highly edited none of it highly done it was just creators chilling having fun it's like youtube has very much become and i i'm, I'm assuming you know that you know this more than everyone it's become very like optimized highly optimized you have to make like the best like content you can or like you know you have to do everything edit everything blah, blah, blah. and you can't just kind of sit down in a call have a bit of fun with your mates anymore and upload it and that's kind of what other than with hoplite i've seen like a few videos where people saying, and of course it's edited because that's what you do you edit youtube videos but i've seen it where like content creators are sitting in a call like a few of them playing hot Play, and they're messing about doing silly little traps and it's like it's just them having fun you know it's just them vibing being together and it's getting doing good for views because they're just and, it, and it's good for interactions like you said is instead of sitting in your on your own recording a two-hour long video editing that and it's like it, get, it can get a bit lonesome sometimes and that's why i love the podcast because i decided to kind of give up on the Inside orbits channel and focus on this channel because every single week i get to sit down with two new people because a midweek mc of course unless it's a uh one without a guest i get to sit down with says you now and then on monday i'm sitting down with another content creator on wednesday i'm sitting down with another content creator and it's like it's just cool to kind of interact with new people even if you don't interact again it's cool to hear the different stories and you know with you now i'm hearing all these different stories and all these different thoughts and then i get to upload it to youtube for other people to hear or to spotify for other people to hear you know
0: yeah this is actively like making people more engaged in the minecraft community kind of like i mean there's not really anywhere where i talk about youtube uh my occasional live streams i guess but you know it's it's cool uh when things kind of align like obviously it'd be it would be nice Part of it is just it's cool doing things that are good for the community and, like, take a group of creators forward. But also, it can just come from, like, it's just interesting and it's boring to do other stuff. That's kind of the mix of, like, where I'm at. Like, I'm just... I, I really like doing new things. I'm kind of bored of, like, doing the same type of thing, just, like, ordered content every single time. Um, uh, Super interesting, when you were talking about Pops and Robbers, Minecraft, and how, you know, content used to be so different back then, it's funny to think, like, you know, last year somebody made a minecraft prison video that got like 15 million views and it was obviously in a way different format like it was ish making a thousand players simulate prison but on like obviously it has a way bigger scope and stuff like it's a thousand players but it is when it comes down to it like players playing in a minecraft prison like interacting with each other the spectacle doesn't come from like prison but it's a you get a shiny rainbow pickaxe or like prison but you know It's not a clickable... None of these videos that have been made with, like, the simulation-type content, the things that I've been doing, the things that Ish has been doing, none of them are actually really that clickable. They're literally just stories in the same way that, like, Minecraft content was back in the day. Like, you're not... When Minecraft Hunger Games episode 500 was made by Beijing Canadian, like, people didn't click on that because they're a brand new YouTube viewer, and... Well, obviously some did, because, like, Hunger Games in Minecraft is cool, but... There are probably, like, more clickable titles and thumbnails, but it's just kind of the... Person, maybe? Yeah, the, the personality and just, like... I guess there was a lot of scope to to that back in the day. But the reason why it's just super interesting to me is, like, with what could be... Well, what I could do with like streamer events is with like the whole streamer event is just by setting up a um a streamer event that makes an interesting story and stuff like that. It can easily make a YouTube. To be honest, I don't even know where I was going with this. Let me finish it somehow. Like, <laughs> step just... in if you need, I've got, I've got. No, no, let me let me finish it somehow. Like the the point. It's just um. I guess if if cops and robbers' videos back in the day... Actually, no, it's... If, like, Ish can make a prison video popular just because it has an interesting story, and that video got 15 million views, then the potential for personality-based, story-based YouTube content is very, very high. So... That's why, like, I'm just gonna be trying some things that I do think could shift the YouTube space. Or at the very least, just make a- make an interesting, like, event plus YouTube series for, uh, people who want to join the Whole play streamer event. It's something I'm super excited for. The other actual, just interesting, uh, YouTube group to look at is, uh, the Hermitcraft- what is it? Life- Lost Life- Lost Life and stuff. They do these, like, kind of almost- where well, smps with high stakes make a story and all of those videos aren't crazily optimized but just like, having super interesting personalities and you know like that kind of thing making a story it really does do well so yeah i just think the youtube audience is like really uh looking for something new by seeing those trends that have happened recently
1: i think it's more so as well like you can do the see i guess what i was kind of trying to get as well is just, you can do the content that used to be popular you just can't you you have to kind of do it in a way to works with youtube now for instance like you said they did a cops and robbers typey video but they did it in a way that like was their content and would work with them on your second channel speed silver plus you've been uploading hoplite videos you've only uploaded eight but you still as far as i'm aware every single one of them is hoplite yeah okay go cool. just stop. object you know you're you, this technically these eight videos could be hoplite episode one hoplite episode two hoplite episode three but the way you're doing them is like it's kind of like that but in a different sense of the deadliest weapon in hoplite battle royale but it's, it's still just you playing hoplite but there's a there's an idea behind the video uh the luckiest find ever once again you just playing hoplite but there's an idea behind the video uh fortune 4 is overpowered. once again it's another hoplite video you just playing hoplite you trying to win hoplite but there's a topic behind it it's not just like you know meaningless like oh I played hoplite this is yeah this is the whole video me just recording myself playing hoplite see the thing is with, with videos and I think like what makes your videos stand out so much and kind of just from my observation here is it's not you the way you make your videos is you can't just skip to the end for the result in a sense of if I was doing if I was playing. If I uploaded a video 20 minutes long of me just playing Hot Play, right? Depending on the viewer I am, I can either watch it in two times and just watch it for 10 minutes, which is what I kind of watch most content on. Or if I don't really care about the video because I know it's just you playing normally and I want to see if you won or not, I just skip to the final end battle. But with your kind of videos with the luckiest fun, when does the luckiest find happen? Uh, you know, I killed an x-ray ha- hacker on Hot Play and he had this. When do you kill the x-ray hacker? What does he have? Like, I can't just skip to the end of the video to find out the answer. I have to watch the video because it could happen and It could in one minute and it could happen five minutes that kind of idea and i think that's the whole idea of it's still kind of the same content but you've changed the way it is to make it more optimized to current day youtube in a sense
0: yeah i mean whole hopefully content falls under like the op- what i'm doing with it at least does fall under just like it being kind of optimized uh because those videos on videos with like super super depth stories and stuff like that i mean obviously me just playing going on like a progression thing of starting with nothing and then trying to win the game is like a story in itself yeah i mean the stuff that i was like just talking about is how with the with like stories and kind of uh innovation i think youtube can like youtubers can do better uh and like YouTube content can be a lot more story oriented and less uh, optimized. And the reason why that's so exciting, I guess, is because like for a lot of types of creators who are very creative, uh, have really interesting personalities, and just like have a lot of things that aren't just skills in YouTube optimization, it's good to be able to like have a little bit of freedom and like not have to get the most clickable optimized YouTube thumbnail ever. That's what I found at least. Like it was a breath of fresh air being able to make the content that I was on my main channel and just not really have to worry about the thumbnail being optimized. I just kind of had a basic format for these types of videos. But the whole play content, the reason why that's like cool, I guess, is because of like, yeah, the game, the game behind it. It's just a story of like constant intensity uh, and really high stakes and
2: stuff like that. Something I was going to add off the back of what you were saying is I feel like a lot of people, everyone wants to make it big. That's something that's always been like a a constant, I guess, journey dream for everybody who ventures into content creation, especially since, I don't know, the early days of YouTube. That's something that I, when I was a kid, I dreamt of, oh, I'm going to be such a massive YouTuber. Obviously, everyone has that kind of dream growing up when, at least when I did. Uh, I think something that people lose track of, especially nowadays, I see it a lot, is there's a difference between making popular content and making impactful content. Not necessarily yes, so will sure. making impactful content, just because you're getting the clicks. And you can spend your whole life optimizing the algorithm reach of your videos. Then if if it means literally nothing from either an entertainment perspective or from an impactful artistic perspective whatever it is if it doesn't drive the community forward then how much value is there in what you did compared to what you could have done with the same tools if you applied more creativity and passion to what you were actually doing making the video out of if you're just copying mr beast for instance to get a lot of clicks then what does that actually do (laughs) it does nothing it gets you clicks but it won't do anything else it has no positive net value for anyone aside from the, the clicks that you're getting. And then when you actually apply creativity and passion to a project and mix it with the knowledge that you have, you can actually make something meaningful that reaches a lot of people and has a deeper impact and drives things forward. And a lot of people lose track of the fact that, for instance, some of the biggest content on YouTube when I was growing up was the Oxcast Shadow of Israel Fell which was literally so just good. friends hopping on a server. I love it so much. I'm glad that you, that you like it. I It was just friends hopping on a server, semi-scripted improv. One of them didn't even know what was going on. Like Simon did not know what was going on. Lewis had a basic idea and they just they just went. They just went and it, they made a large successful series that sadly never ended. And I'm still not over it. Uh, all these years later, I'm still not over that. But they did it and it was really successful and people still talk about it like 11 years after the fact. And then they have, as you were mentioning, the Hunger Games videos. They also made those videos with no preparation no skill, they just got a lot of fun people together, popped on the Hunger Games map and made fun content with loads of other creators. You know, collabing with people like Captain Sparkles for the first time, collabing with a load of different uh, Minecraft creators at the time for the first time ever that they were doing that with these completely off-cuff fun maps. I feel like that's something that you've managed to, that you were talking about basically meshing these different skills, I suppose. The skill of fun and creativity and art and the skill of getting clicks into something that really drives the community forward. Yeah,
0: I guess it's like like, i've just kind of ended up at the point where i want to be remembered and like make an impact and just do something more than just get youtube views like it is fascinating to uh, you know do the youtube game and like increase your views constantly but after a while of doing it it's just like it gets a bit stale and we've kind of seen honestly one of my biggest inspirations for like switching my content was actually clown piss just because or even just the lifestyle smp like all All those guys kind of uh decided to step away from the spectacle or maybe didn't even step away from it like that's how they started their their youtube scene uh the their youtube journey and stuff but by making a story playing on this server and having like lore and interactions people ended up actually caring about watching them no matter what like even just a a random 1v1 video by t- uh between two prominent pvpers would get so much interest because all the viewers are like bound piss is the guy from this crazy he's the scariest player on the lifesteal smp let's see how he does in other stuff and yeah those like lifesteal kind of started at least with me like a move towards um just realizing what could be done if you actually made an impact and actually like before i started my i I don't think you guys are too familiar with like what they are but essentially uh, just the videos that i made this year like these intense tournaments before i recorded the first one i didn't even know how to like pvp in 1.9 i was a 1.8 player and i just spent like so many hours learning 1.9 pvp um in preparation for all of that just because i wanted to make an impact but yeah like i guess there's there's a interesting separation and i think there is going to be an interesting separation next year between the minecraft creators who want to like make an impact have a really engaged cool audience and yeah just like be remembered and show their personality versus the minecraft creators who are passionate about playing the youtube game and just running like a business and all that kind of stuff and I, I respect both sides a ton the running a business side of things is crazy and uploading daily high quality videos is nothing to dismiss I just think it, it's definitely a I do think it's more it's appealing to a lot of creators to make an impact and be rem- remembered because like it's just so fun it's like what the Minecraft community was built on
2: I was gonna say it seems like it's a bit about a creator asking themselves what are you making content for are you making content to be famous or do you want to be famous to get something across yeah or do you not even want to be famous i don't even know some people might not want to be famous at all
0: yeah the interesting the other interesting thing is like how much potential there is from like the twitch streamer scene because i guess like if you're a streamer who doesn't also make youtube content i think a lot of those guys like they have crazy potential to make youtube videos a lot of them have made some of the best youtube videos in the minecraft you know in minecraft but they've kind of just got tired of like the youtube game how much gets optimized um i don't want to like i've never spoken to these guys about this so i don't want to I-, I could be wrong but like apple for example like he was and is always going to be known as like having some of the highest quality videos making some of the most impactful videos ever seen in the minecraft space and he doesn't really upload on youtube anymore fruit berries as well like even though they were simple back in the day, and he might not have like really bland it, like those trapping videos were just like insane. Trapping in high pixel UHC were just insane. Um, stories of like trickery and like blotting, and it's just uh, those videos blow up for a reason. And maybe like what the Minecraft space needs is some kind of uh, a person to, like, put on an event and design a story so that, like, all these crazy high-potential streamers can... Even if it's just for their Twitch stream, for, like, a temporary event, uh, I just think so many people will get interested in that and it'll make YouTube viewers and kind of just spiral into, like, a big thing. Yeah, it's just a lot of, like, time and effort to put together a story yourself. Like, because I've been hosting these these events just to, like, make some... Like, kinda of just hosting, like, private events just because I wanted to make stories in Minecraft. But yeah, now, like, Hot exists i also just there are so many creators that i've been speaking to recently who've been playing hot plate uh i just so want to do something like i want to explain what the plans are but yeah we'll see how it goes
1: a lot of things big things planned that you can't really say too much on without leaking anything that you shouldn't be leaking <laughs> yeah <Eventually. laughs> it's, it's all it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really interesting like hearing all this especially like this is why i love the podcast once again is because just because just because i haven't invited this on on doesn't mean like i don't want to speak to them because obviously some people are harder to contact and some people i, I mean i mean. I'm just so pre-booked with like guests and stuff it's hard to contact everyone but it's like it's like this like i don't i don't if the podcast does well obviously i want it to do well i'd like it to be a full-time thing if it does well it does well if it doesn't it doesn't like i'm still i still have like a job that i can do kind of thing that like, i'm earning money from sorry so like it's just hearing stories like this is like you mentioned you wouldn't really this isn't something you would just casually say without kind of being know, what, like prompt would the word be prompt to, into telling like saying it if that makes sense like you wouldn't normally like talk about this kind of stuff unless you know you're coming on a podcast and we kind of asked the qu- right questions to get you to speak about it in that kind of sense and it's fun yep. hearing the stories i like it yeah uh i guess to touch on hot play a little bit more uh, because this has kind of just become a podcast, we so talking about you and Hoplite, which is completely fine. There's no problem in that at all. Is uh you earlier? Earlier, you mentioned about um, you. One of the ideas from the get-go was to add proximity chat. Uh, when I first saw it, I was quite intrigued because I was like, "Oh, proximity chat—that can go either very, very right, which it seems like it has, or it can go very, very wrong in a sense of just letting anybody talk to anybody, especially while you're streaming." So I, I, I don't really have a question here per se, but what exactly was? You know, I do have a question. What was like kind of more? motivation you touched on it a little bit earlier to add proximity chat dead because it kind of makes a good like content and stuff like that but was there any other reasons for it or was like it's only basis
0: uh well yeah just one thing that stuck in my mind from that uh you said like it could go very very right or very very wrong we were like definitely prepared for the worst and were pretty much on the page that it, we might have to remove it after the first few days, if, like, it's too toxic and stuff like that. But what we've kind of seen is, like, I feel like it's the same as real life, where, because you know it's, like, it's real people and stuff like that, uh, people are kind of a little bit tamed. Because, like, if somebody says something absurd, first of all, will be of moderation. So by absurd, I mean, like, not bannable not like terrible but just something like maybe they're being they're raging like out loud at someone yeah other people around them are gonna like laugh at them will be like well chill like it's uh, you know and it kind of just the social interactions tame it a bit Which is funny, because it's, like, the same logic as oh, somebody could, like, be really rude. Somebody could be really rude in real life, like, when you're walking down the street. But because it's, like, a real person and they're gonna, like, react to it or just kind of, uh, think you're weird, like, there's just no need... Yeah, for for whatever reason, like, it just does work pretty well. And I'd like to think, uh, as well, like, the community are on board with what we're trying to do as a server. So it's kind of less, like, there's less reason to... Uh, break rules and like eat in the first place or get banned because uh well I guess like people want to keep playing. It's probably like genuinely just more fun to play the game properly uh than it is to break a rule and get banned and have to like pay for an extra Minecraft account and a VPN and like all this stuff, you know?
1: Oh, so you guys IP ban do or is that something you can't leak?
0: Uh <laughs> not gonna lie, I can't
1: really remember. Um oh. <laughs> well, yeah I don't really know. Like yeah, we won't- not too much on the moderation like system anyways because it's something that if i server, i wouldn't really want to be talking about publicly anyways. just on the basis of like, <laughs> tell us how to go basically around type, your in your the chi- yeah. type
2: in
0: the cheat code inside mc and you'll get to <laughs> be immune to a ban for the next hour no, hey.
1: <laughs> time from when this podcast is released uh. 4 p.m wednesday yeah, people are trying to
0: figure out the moderation whitelist uh, cheat code can't tell them so, <laughs> yeah no oh i've
1: got with the whole like proximity thing as well as i think what's really nice is you don't force people to have it on which is good you can genuinely just mute it you can just deafen you don't have to actually talk to other people because uh, uh we kind of uh, this is kind of linking in a sense back to when you mentioned earlier about the whole like just playing for fun is uh one one streamer of KOF, he was streaming this once and uh, his whole goal was just to make a shop and sell items and hmm. it didn't really go too well because everyone he encountered didn't have voice chat on uh, however like i think like one or two people he encountered did have voice chat on and it just made for like a really really good experience so it's like you know because because the thing is it's even with like if you're if you're co-streaming with with a friend or whatever it do you even even if that friend you trust you always kind of run the risk of they could say anything bad as well like, just because, just be, like, you know, so I think Proximity Chat, I, I understand why it's a thing. I was just asking if, like, you'd kind of prepped for it, which you said you were, so. It's just interesting yeah. to see it added. You don't really see it in Minecraft servers, and it's your own as well. Like you said, it's, it's custom for the for the server. You haven't, like, you're not using a client. You're no, you don't have to use a client. As soon as you log yeah. on, you can use Proximity Chat.
0: Yeah, the reason why we added it is just because it makes videos have so much more depth if you can like hear the person it's funnier it's more entertaining Just something that i like yeah it's just something that i genuinely enjoy the one thing that we do see is like people don't use it as much especially in so well people use it a lot in civ but in solo mode people don't use it as much because just fundamentally it's like you don't necessarily want people to be hearing you if you're fighting them like you have to surprise attack and stuff like that but people turn it on like mid fight and say some funny things like it's it's Kind of just that's just how it is in a PvP game mode. But I think we'll see the full potential of proximity chat with future game modes that we add. Cause imagine like just you know a parkour game mode or like a you know game mode that isn't entirely PvP. There's like some social hangout places or a, like a party games, like whatever we did. Hearing people then, like people might be using their mics a lot more. Um, especially uh, games where you like party up for you. I don't know, like a four-player game that you get sent into. You might want to communicate with your teammates. Like it's, it'll be cool when it's. There's no disadvantage of like your enemies hearing you if that's used in a future game. But well, I do like how it. Uh, it's pretty much like what it. It's pretty much at its full potential with you know with battle royale right now. And it's just a nice, it's just a nice addition.
1: I think something like, uh I, I'm not saying this would be a game because you've probably got a lot more ambitious games to be added, but something like the dropper with Proximity Chat could be so funny. Just hearing people like talk as they My fall. God,
0: man, that's actually a genius idea. <laughs> Holy, being able to hear people like scream as they jump down, man.
1: And then, and then if oh, someone yeah. keeps like dying yeah. and they're raging, as you jump, you can just hear them like raging at the top that they keep <laughs> like, they can't hit the water or whatever. It's just, and then, and then like, as you're falling together, you can just have a conversation. Oh man, just stuff like that would be so... Because I, I remember watching a clip on Twitter of uh, somebody trapping someone and they both had pro- proximity chat on and it was just the funniest video because like, I, I think it was like a... Uh, do you know like in Fortnite when you do the fake... Um, when you do like the, the them videos where like, they're fake, uh, the scam things where they like edit the wall and stuff like that, right? If you've ever seen one. It's yeah. Like, yeah I, I think they had to like trap them in a box and it's like, oh yeah, if you give me this, I'll untrap it's just, I can't remember the video word for word. It was just funny because of the proximity chat experience because it's not like... If you trap someone, you can't just invite them to a Discord call. Whereas in proximity chat, you can actually talk talk to them, you can interact with them while they're in the trap for example you can have a conversation with them like yeah you're screwed like, you know it you're you're screwed here <laughs> any last words that kind of stuff is like you know it makes it all yeah. really really good content but the one all thing
0: right. is i guess like it is just quite hard to moderate like a lot of our mod team have to spend a ton of time listening to the reports and we had to custom code so many things like Authentication to make sure that people can't just like, you know, abuse on proximity chat, gown on all, keep doing it. Like, that's why we set up all of that stuff. So, it's it. yeah, it's definitely good for like big team games. I guess like PvP games where you're going against other people like people usually just use discord calls so it kind of depends on the game mode but yeah definitely like if there was a social hangout server whether it, it could be cool yeah it's just something i i just love in youtube videos and it's it's very funny it just entertains people at the very least it entertains people in the pre-game lobbies a lot so, yeah. yeah
1: that causes some uh, i've seen some very good conversations of like when someone meets a content when they just start screaming in their name and it's like oh my chill <laughs> chill out and it's like screaming like oh my god it's just, just little interactions like stream just cause for some funny moments as well yeah
2: these these kinds of like trap videos where you interact with the person that you're trolling remind me a lot of during the pandemic when rust really blew up again and people used to do basically just exactly that kind of content but in rust which obviously also has a built-in proximity shop and just these random streamers even people who didn't play video games normally just like dozens of the biggest streamers getting into a server and, and just messing around together reminds me a lot of that but it's something that kind of vanished like as soon as rust vanished kind of vanished not now you've brought it back in a way which is just the the really fun art of trolling somebody who can can hear their their reactions to it and i think a lot of other role play content from other games as well i saw a lot of like funny compilations from i mean i guess call me kevin would be a good example now that i think of it call me kevin used to do that kind of thing in gary's mod that kind yeah. of content just vanished off the face of the earth but it's still really funny it's just they just stopped making it because either the games fell off or they lost interest but it's really, yeah, really honestly
0: i think if whole play creators got on a bit more short form content they would get guess- so so many viral clips. Like, I've seen some of the funniest clips come out of, uh, Play and, like, yeah, it's straight up. Like, there are so many people who have, like, gold mines of content on their channel... But aren't making any short form and obviously it's just because like it takes a lot of time uh what well, takes a decent amount of time but i definitely think that's a way to make those videos stand out because i guess like in the minecraft space you have to there's a lot of like quite professional videos and like it is like a little bit of a niche to uh, upload a hot video like I do you think like a lot of people just click anyway because they see battle royale in the title and there's a lot of, like Stuff behind why those videos do well, but yeah, just kind of thinking about ways to like send people in to whole plate in the first place is pretty cool. Yeah, short form content, uh, creator events like that's a, a lot of that's one of my big goals, just like expanding the whole plate niche to kind of uh, yeah, like a streamer event will just make it so that more people are interested in, in whole plate, which in turn benefits the. The whole, so the every single creator who's involved. So
1: yeah, are you able to be able to give it? Because you've mentioned like this creator event a lot now, which isn't a problem because yeah, I can tell you're excited. <laughs> yes, for but it. it's
0: been something that I've been like planning for so much over the <laughs> past couple of days. So it's just so fresh in my mind. Are we I, able uh, to get
1: any leaks? to Like end like the littlest of scopes? leaks. Just any anything that you can hint at for it, just for the sake <laughs> of the podcast. Obviously, no pressure. If you you can say no, I'm not forcing you. But if there is anything you can mention, it'd be kind of cool to hear.
0: I guess like it will be a bit of a mix between an event and an smp uh smp because like longer and yeah people playing for longer without it for the entire time being focused on like grinding gear allows for like lore and conflict and like kind of slowing down the pace So, yeah, I just think, like, a good, um, I mean, it's, again, like, kind of similar to what I've been doing on my channel. Just designing a game makes a story, but there's still super intense conflicts. It's, like, just, I guess, um, with my YouTube videos, like, part of the reason why those videos worked is because nobody was really taking it seriously. It was just all my viewers who were, like, not super sweaty Minecraft players. And everybody kind of got that it was just more roleplay-based and kind of, uh... Yeah, that's, that's part of the reason why it worked. But it's such an interesting, like, iteration to put on the event, making it so that every single person in there is a content creator that people know. And I guess beforehand it's, like, trying to convince any creator to... I, I don't think there was really a place for something like what I have planned to happen before Hotplate existed. But now, like, streamers have a whole community who like the Hotplate-style stuff. If an event is, like, in that format, um... And everything it'll make like amazing content for the creators, but also make really interesting YouTube videos for everyone who's
1: involved. And so that, that I'm sure a lot of people are going to be excited to see now that it's like it just went from a hint on Twitter a few months ago to now actual like you are thinking of ideas, you are actively working towards this.
2: Mm-hmm. And for like... any PvP creators out there who mostly do PvP, I want to say as both as as a viewer and just generally as a, as a human being, nothing brings me more pleasure than watching a really a, a traditional traditionally really try hardy skilled pvp player suddenly hop into a situation like this and become like lord bing bong of the of the mighty hammer and just fully commit to the roleplay aspect of it and just have fun with people like like people <laughs> sometimes some people can lose track of how fun it is to just let loose from the um the stress of feeling like you have to win something which is why i think the the, the meshing of the event is so fun there's not really a stress to win you're gonna make good content out of it so that's where your energy is going to be directed it's not going to be try hard in communication and movement and trying to get the best loot immediately, necessarily, will just create really good interactions. And I feel like, I, like I said, I feel like people sometimes lose track of that. It can become a bit too sweaty, which loses entertainment value. But I think it, this has that level of entertainment value without taking away the possibility for you to still show off oh yeah i can't play well i can also role play i can have fun i can mess around Ooh,
0: i might just give you uh, like a you know when i when you ask for more information and i just kind of said it, it's a bit more like an smp i might give a bit more detail just because i think it is actually important for the podcast viewer and it's going to be announced so soon anyway that i don't
1: this podcast vibe. is coming out next Wednesday. I have to grind at it for it. So yeah. But yeah. But let me just quickly
0: say like yeah, so I think I, I've already you can use the S M P stuff that I said imagine like a hoplite game run into a longer smp where people aren't just constantly grinding gear there's like reasons for people to interact and it's like slowed down in a good way like it's not just oh everybody has to roleplay but it's a pvp event there's like some cool ideas behind it like that's basically my like whole thing as a creator is game designing for stories and then also knowing how to like turn it into a youtube video that's like how the idea of whole play came into action so doing that kind of thing with a creator event uh it's just it's so exciting to me to be able to use those skills to make it shine well obviously the first season is going to be like a kind of small scale thing but to use those skills to benefit the creators who you know i just interact with a lot now and like have just known for ages is cool um now that this opportunity with whole plate success has like been given to me
1: so we excited to see where it goes yeah i guess yeah. <laughs> i guess a bit more of a basic question not as entertaining as i mean maybe it could be who knows actually is uh where why the name hoplite was it was there any reason for that name or was it like you said you went through a few names so why did you essentially because hoplite is obviously something else if you search hoplite on google it's something used in like the roman empire yeah they copied us the roman empire, they copied uh, the you, Greek uh, empire copied us man it's actually um, crazy. and then for some sort of reason they Sharp over hop like minecraft server is absolutely outrageous but you know. uh, yeah what was the what was the idea behind what, behind that name
0: well yeah the interesting topic there is youtuber like the big decision was uh will it be named around me because it's like my server it's just yeah uh or will it be named around something like the game mode or just given a random name and like straight away i knew that i didn't want to name it around myself um just because the whole philosophy behind the server is like it's not really about me like obviously something that i like founded first of all like we have a giant team who would do a ton of uh, you know like make tons of new ideas possible and all of that kind of stuff the way it all started was literally just i made a a massive document and then uh went to the owner of a UHC server that i like thought was really cool back in the day that had shut down and then just just said like you want to make a server and he was just like yeah and then got <laughs> some of the devs that he used to work with so uh, that was cool i guess it's another example of like yeah past mistakes like <laughs> not, <laughs> not in the, that way but it's just like past experiences like some things like any minecraft server like you're gonna face trials and and issues so that experience for him was also a huge part of uh how building hoplite's team was possible like what was the topic again where'd the name
1: come from <laughs> <laughs> why'd you say no, that? I mean, no, that's interesting don't you? No, all of that was interesting don't get me wrong but <laughs> it didn't answer the question <laughs> yeah so
0: basically i didn't want the uh the server to be called like silver mc like one of the names that the team were pushing for was literally. Silvera. and uh, i think if you yeah, press yeah. f3 well all like it um it just says that in the corner like for the the fork of minecraft that we use Silveria, um yeah. so uh, yeah like people there is obviously you can see why like you would name a server after yourself because oh, yeah, then your, your like community are like oh it's the speed silver server it'll be like his videos and nice and easy but i i really like that the server has its own identity and isn't completely about me because it's not like I spend most of my time now Now that plate's released obviously like talking about the like working with the uh, admins and everything on what direction to take the server in and like but when it comes to actually designing the game modes and working with the team day to day like that's all done by the rest of the team so that I can focus on YouTube and like you know all those guys are super capable so there's no need. I think it's just cooler to have a server that isn't named after a creator. Now it sounds like I'm throwing Shade Tubnet. I think they twist, <laughs> They twisted it enough to like, it's not called Tubbo's fan club, it's just like, it's its own identity, so no, like...
1: I just, yeah, no, it doesn't... Everybody knows that.
0: Um, but yeah, so the name whole Play basically kinda just fits the ancient aesthetics that I went for. Civilization with all and stuff. The, yeah, like, with all the builds and stuff. Every build that's... Actually, no, a few of them have been made now that we, like, hired a full-time builder, but, um like all the lobbies and duels maps when they eventually release and all that kind of stuff. I like kind of made all the level design and like art style for that. And it kind of like, just kind of, that was the, the I just wanted to go for like an ancient theme. I kind of like how, um, it's, I don't know. Just just has a ring to it. It's short. Well, it works,
1: isn't it? Like, it I, I think you I saw Silveria in a title. No offense, obviously, because it's all named after you. I just it just, It's not it's not as clickable as Hoplite. Hoplite is such a clickable YouTube
2: title. Like, I like. I think Silveria, Silveria says a bit fantasy, doesn't it? It says, like, fantasy yeah, RPG yeah, more so. Yeah. Whereas, user. like,
1: Hoplite is very much, like, yeah, ancient. Hoplite sounds indie. like a group of... It
0: almost sounds like a collection of people or, like a char- I don't know, I just, yeah, I'm- It worked, it just, just worked. Everyone hated it on the team apart from me, and I was like, we gotta do it. The the name oh. that we were about to end up with was Aegis. And I was
1: See, like, no. Um, yeah. It's it not bad, but like, and it still doesn't. It's just, Hoplite has a ring to it, doesn't it? Really? Like, it just has, like, it's just, it, it's like, it's like with, with, like, the podcast. I was very thingy because it used to be called Inside Minecraft. And then I, and then I changed it into Inside MC. And then when I was going to change it to Inside MC, I was like, uh I'm very, mm, and then, and then when I did change it, I was like, actually, no, this is a lot better. Like, Midweek MC was originally meant to be called Midweek Waffle. And I'm so <laughs> glad I didn't go ahead with it. I'm so glad because Midweek MC is just so much better. It's so much brand, but it's so much more brand. Hoplite is a lot more brandable than like Silveria or Aegis, you know?
0: Yeah, the funny thing is though, Hoplite's kind of like become the name of the Battle Royale game mode. So when we add other game modes, people start saying like, oh, I want to play some Hoplite. It's like, where do I go? Like, I don't know. If people, people might have to start saying like, Hoplite Battle Royale specifically, I guess they will. but Or maybe they'll just, yeah, saying Hoplite means Battle Royale, but then you can specify which other
2: game mode. Can I, can I say something quickly, just cause in anticipation, if anybody... We said earlier when we were talking about the name first, you guys said it was Roman. I feel like there's going to be some nerd emojis in the comment going. It's actually Greek. So I, I think uh, that I should acknowledge oops. that first because having having a historian in the group who doesn't point that out, I feel is quite an egregious <laughs> flaw in my degree. My bad. Um, I mean, it's so just, I just all
1: PVP doing it. right? at the end of the day, <laughs>
2: uh, the Greeks and the Romans used to love PVP. <laughs> <laughs> they really, really loved it. Uh, yeah.
1: My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. I just they love to be dragon the emotes as well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess to like add on add on more like with the questions of like hotline and stuff like that as well is uh I had one and then Roman stepped in. Oh my god, I've lost it. It's
2: like yes, yeah, so I'm here to hinder you. With
1: the with the whole with the whole games and stuff as well. Obviously, I know it's something that you can't really tap Like, I don't want to hear what the exact game is, but do you have like a okay? I guess I guess as a as a as of right now, and for the viewer, if 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 I do get an answer here, it doesn't mean it's definitely gonna happen. In 2024. How many new games are you hoping to release on Hotline? I think that's a good question.
0: Oh, I'd say one. Oh, Oh, okay.
1: And it's going to be a bigger game?
0: Uh, yes. Well, it depends. It could be one or it could be like 20. Inside one. Depends if we want to make a big one or if we want to like make a sort of mini games type thing uh like a party games whatever just because like i feel like all those mini party game things are just super fun like i just personally want to stream some like you know spleef and like whatever <laughs> that was the uh, and that was, no that was the most dishonest thing spleef is like the least fun of those games <laughs> the one that comes to mind i can't think to of me, the name of it it's the one where you like have to uh you have to look? like get the crafting recipe it tells you a crafting recipe you have to go grab the items from oh, the like oh
1: yeah i know what you're and, about like, yeah make it that, yeah. for some reason i just like that imagine that and you can hear other people in other rooms <laughs> yeah that constant cool. <laughs> uh the, the voices <laughs> screaming about how to make a piston because they don't can't remember it and then you can totally help people as well like you just like kind of go to hi do, do you know how yeah. to do you know how to make this can you help
0: yeah yeah with adding game modes it's like it's so different to so back in the day when minecraft servers like youtubers would just make videos on anything because the game mode has to for it to be worthwhile like has to make youtube content in my opinion so we aren't just gonna like throw anything out there it'll be like good if we if we make anything we already do have plans for something but they aren't solidified enough to even, like, hint. I guess, like,
1: hmm... I, we can leave it there. Like, I don't I don't want you to I mean, you know, say yeah, something you shouldn't say.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: I think that's good. Like, that's a good enough answer to the question I was looking for. I'm, oh I'm, man, I just, no, just want to hi-
0: get people hyped, man. It's just like...
1: <laughs> this is technically getting little, like, I mean, it's getting me hyped anyways, the fact that you have a passion, you have an idea, but the fact that we know you have something in the pipelines, I think is good enough to build hype. We don't even have to know what it is, it's just the fact that you're hyped about it and you're ready for it and you're planning it it's like i think that's good enough to be like okay that's gonna be good because you had the exact same thing when you made this when you made yeah in the first place and look how good it's turned out
0: i guess the thing is like if it makes good youtube content it's because it's actually like interesting if it's interesting to watch it's going to be interesting to play exactly the point is like if we make another game mode it's going to be good like uh and we will make another game mode but yeah it might be like a fair amount of time because duels isn't even released yet we want to like add some stuff to that but yeah lots of big plans in 2024 like the entire team of Whole Play are people who've had a ton of experience in the minecraft server space minecraft multiplayer space and it's crazy just working with people who are this passionate and like yeah i guess just this motivated to drive everything forward the um, of Minecraft. yeah it's like that thing i was talking about youtube you know i did i played the youtube game for like two years like Going full optimization, trying to blow up and all this stuff. And it was interesting. And then it kind of gets boring for a while. And like, that can probably be even more long-lived uh, for a Minecraft server, because, like, there's so much more fulfillment that you get out of, like, having an entire community around your server, seeing content creators make stuff out of it. So I think, first of all, that'll get stale less quick, but also, like, we're, we're just at the beginning of being given a chance, like, to actually scale up, make an impact on the community. So I, I'm just really, really hopeful, and I think we're going to completely change the game.
1: I uh, I remember my question from earlier you tell your answer which is cool it's like why do obviously... we choose name
0: light like, I never answered it sorry <laughs> I thought you were going to say I still haven't answered
1: the oh no, no you did you, <laughs> you, no, 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 you it. did it was a really good answer no <laughs> I'm, I'm saying say before your answer it reminded me of like my old question so hoplite is you know uh, in civilization is 90 players 90 players for a single game right and you have maybe right now I don't know how many players are online right now actually, I actually haven't I haven't got the stats put up but I know there's I know just from watching the stream that I'm watching there's two games in rotation at the minimum that's 180 players give or take playing right you took a really really big risk releasing Hot Plight by making it such a large player count in a sense of 60 for solos 90 for civilization and uh, you mentioned at the start of the podcast that like you knew like uh, know be- oh, sorry uh, you mentioned uh, was it on the podcast or was it on somewhere else Yeah, I, I just remember you mentioning at one point was the, like you know due to like uh, having a discord oh yeah no it wasn't even on the podcast sorry it was on a video that I watched you mentioned that due to having like a discord you knew you was going to have at least like 500 players because you have an active discord it's like was it it was a big risk you took right releasing a game like this and like what when you look at the percentages, what kind of percentages do you have that it was gonna actually pay off? Because it has, like, obviously now we looking back on it, it has cooked essentially. But how confident Thank were you, you at the at the time of hitting that release button? Like, am I going to cook?
0: Well, an interesting thing is, like, recently I uh, I stopped uploading on the Speed Silver Plus channel. Like, I think I had two filler videos, but like I've only uploaded three times in the last month, and the reason why is because I viewed um. My main channel and the Bead Silver Plus channel. It's like conflict of interest. So it's like my main channel videos just take a ton of focus to narrate, like write the script and narrate a long Minecraft event. It all has to be fresh in my mind. And I kind of felt like I wasn't able to really get into it. I also just was having so much fun with Hoplite and just so enjoying that so much more. Because I guess, like, not only is it a YouTube, like, good for YouTube, but it's also the server, it helps the server be successful. So I kind of stopped to focus on my main channel, and I got a video in the works and all this stuff. That's when I realized if I can like get a bit of a crossover and run like a creator event with all the whole plate people that's whole themed and make that my next big story it's like it's it just everything lines up so now when i play whole play and when i upload on the speed the plus channel i feel like i'm contributing to something bigger and um even just like training like getting better at pvp is going to be good for for the events that i'm planning like the creator event that i'm planning on yeah but the, the question was um like taking a risk with the server getting enough fills But it all comes down to like as long as i'm making youtube videos and the game mode's fun its that, and it's like we have a super passionate team that just want to keep updating it and i'm also super passionate about like taking this content to its fullest i just genuinely have fun while i'm recording and i think that is like a youtube strategy in itself like if you have fun while you're recording then you're just going to be more energetic the viewer can tell and might engage with the community more yeah like there were lots of ways that whole could have gone it could have just been a very low-key thing just for a couple of twitch streams that i did but i'm so glad that the community like it and um the big risk was whether people will like the new pvp version because a lot of the community members were people who used to play 1.8 uhc and they kind of had to learn a new pvp version but i think what we kind of saw is just like it's kind of fun becoming a a noob again. Like, because you know exactly, uh, people who have really good game sense and are really good at UHC or Battle Royale type stuff are literally just getting rolled in fights when they first start playing. And it's it's almost like refreshing, like it's kind of repetitive to win every single fight. And I do just think 1.9 PvP makes the skill gap a little bit like lower between the best layers. Um, which is nice because then P- as long as you know how to like get crits and just do the basics of PvP you can do pretty well in whole plate, which is probably a big part of why it can sustain quite a lot of players people aren't so discouraged and they don't feel like they're terrible if they can't perfectly use a fishing rod and stuff like in 1.8
1: yeah fair enough so I mean it's a good answer once again you're very good at answering these questions with like kind of other topics as well if the- if that makes sense like it's not it does just- when I ask a question it doesn't mean you have to only answer that question specifically you can kind of go off on like little tangents <laughs> and stuff which is, is why it's a podcast you know when I mean, it's not just an interview i'm asking one specific question i only want that answer i'm happy to get here kind of whatever answer you give me in a sense or give us even sorry it, yeah i definitely
0: know. went on a tangent there but it's like i started a topic which was whether i wanted to make youtube videos on whole plate and that's like the risk and then i realized it's kind of a lot to talk about there so yeah
2: I'm happy to. Hear it. The, the biggest impediment for me was when 1.8 pvp was a thing like i used to i used to enjoy playing when it was just like with friends we did badly we didn't mind as soon as I started trying to get into things more recently when things started being a little bit more i mean the past few years that is not like super recently when it started to feel a bit more sweaty because people knew more and i missed out on a lot of it because i was busy with university for years suddenly i got into it and i was like 1.8 pvp i have to to use a fishing rod this one has this been a thing back in my day i used to just i used to just click with my sword and die and that was fine suddenly there's like oh there's rod pvp there's like all these different types of and then speed bridging evolved into like this wild just people do crazy thing i mean just look at fruit berries how do you manage to invent fruit bridging so i just missed out on all this history for several years Mm -hmm. but then 1.9 pvp felt like such a it felt like a, a an oldie friendly or i suppose like a uh uh, a casual player-friendly mode of PvP that allowed me to get into this kind of thing. So Hoplite being like a, a reimagining of these kind of kind of well very well established PvP trends from 1.8 like UHC reimagining that into a 1.9 format finally allows me to actually have fun with it because back in like I tried 1.8 UHC I got destroyed I just I just I can't click that fast I can't use a rod that well I don't have the time to learn it because I'm I have to the university and 1.9 PvP feels like such a beginner-friendly kind of thing like sure you might take a long Long time to master certain things. But 1.9pp, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but to me, I, I do genuinely prefer it just because of the fact that it feels easier to pick up on a base level. And I appreciate UHC not being a 1.8.9 thing anymore.
0: Yeah, so, it's is also it? just weird how fishing rods became part of EVP. Like, imagine doing that in real life, you know? Like, not very realistic. <laughs> um,
2: that hurt, getting hooked by a fishing rod. Do you imagine having a fight at the bar and, or at the pub, sorry? So just whips imagine having a fight up. at the pub <laughs> and you get, you get a uh, fishing hook through uh, your cheek. Ow. Yeah. A, that's a victory. I suppose, no one's going to fight with a fishing hook in their face, maybe they were onto something Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, it's crazy, I mean like 1.8 PvP was pretty much like an accident from Mojang Like I don't think they even uh, they, they obviously just didn't make Minecraft for it to be a PvP game and there wasn't much thought put into the combat, so it's funny how it turned out to become such a popular thing. Like, you know, skill gap in it, one point eight was just absolutely crazy. Like, at my prime, I I won one of the high pixel tournaments, the pixel blitz, one of the blitz survival games tournaments. It's actually like crazy how good you can get at one point eight. And there's still definitely a lot of skill, like, in 1v1 duels, there's a huge skill ceiling for 1.9, but definitely, like, when there's when you're in a battle royale setting and there's, like, terrain to trip up on, people have different weird items that add variables to the fight, like, the legendaries, for example. Yeah, it's, it's nice how, like, you aren't super discouraged if you lose a fight, you know?
2: yeah absolutely I definitely feel that as as a somebody I started learning PvP basically last year in November I guess I started learning the basics of it and I only really played it with other people this year because I didn't really have many Minecraft playing friends at the time that I only met this year so it's something that I feel you can pick up much quicker than 1.8 PvP which is I think maybe because of the fact that it's on accident it's just really technical like it's not it's not as if Hojang picked up these mechanics and purposely said learn Rod PvP and I feel like that's what makes it so fiddly What <laughs> PvP or your <laughs> I was actually That's watching so... a
0: video like on the history of recorded round UHCs recently, and there's a one of the cube UHCs that happened back in the day. They invited a sweaty PVPer called Grave Applesauce. It was the first person to sauce, use yeah, yeah it was the first person to use a fishing rod in one of the cube UHCs, and it's like people's horror when they started getting like comboed by some weird item they never <laughs> like used. It's just it's so funny to look back on that. That was the PVP version. It was good it's though. Concept, yeah.
2: Also, something else that we wanted to ask about. So, we were talking about Poplite and how it came, it kind of came out of nowhere. That was something that. I do the research for uh, Inside MC and sometimes Midweek MC, and I was doing research for this one as well. And when I was looking through the history of Hoplite, I saw that it started basically, like you said, like a couple months before it came out. And I remember distinctly the first time that I saw anything of Hoplite. It was a gameplay. It was gameplay footage. It was straight up just footage of battle royale with like the like, oh yeah, this server is going to come out and it has voice chat, it has proximity chat, and it's really cool. And it's 12.20, and that, w- that was the first thing that I saw. was straight up footage with that like that. T- tagline and it was being shared by a few other pvpers and stuff like that and that was right before it came out but even then without that leaving it for 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 like when you were actually ready to have a solid product which is a really clever strategy i might say because Promising too much and under-delivering is the worst thing that you can do with any product, and especially with a server like this. We've seen a lot of servers crash and burn because they fail to deliver their promises, and they came out way too early. So even then, when you had this whole plan set and this whole idea of what you wanted to put out there and when you want to do it, there was still a two-week delay when you guys were about to come out. Was there anything like in particular that caused that, or was it just simple technical issues?
0: <laughs> that was, but I don't think I want to get into it. Big no changes in the team. Nothing like that. Yeah, just uh, I'm not going to get into it. I think someday I'm going to make a video like really diving into the story behind the server's creation. There were just so many crazy steps in the process just to get into like su- the uh, just to summarize the story. Like I said, it was started when I made civilization videos and the first proper name for the server was civilization MC. And The game mode was going to be like 33 versus 33 versus 33 with a bit more like roleplay or that kind of stuff involved but we kind of just decided to well i switched my content to the battle royale direction and we kind of decided to take it in that direction just because i think it's like fundamentally not that replayable and minecraft's other games have to be like somewhat short if they're gonna be in like a mini game format so the role play stuff just is best for like youtube videos um and content creator events or like friends only smps but it's not really scalable to like a big audience so yeah we eventually moved down the like battle royale part We also didn't want to have no regeneration, like we wanted to just not have Gapples be a thing. Uh, just so it's like easier to digest in new players. But then after doing so much testing, we realized like it just plays so much better if you can't naturally regenerate, like people are incentivized to fight. It's, it's crazy to look back on the genius of you guys, the Minecraft guys who like came up with the UHC name. But what's also interesting to look back on is like how they they just named it UHC. So it is a good name, ultra hardcore, like, but they just named it that and that snowballed into like 10 years later, Minecraft UHC bond videos being made and it's funny how like such a abstract phrase that no new viewer is gonna understand became like the key word entire in youtube titles but it does work like everybody knew what it well once you'd watched one video you knew what it meant it's a battle royale type thing
2: It's quite funny, but most people that I talk to don't know what UHC stands for, but they know what UHC is. (laughs) Like, I was actually one of those people, too. I thought it was ultimate hardcore for a long time. I didn't know it was ultra. I learned that, like, last year. So I I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it was, what it stood for.
1: Yeah. Yeah in regards to like the whole battle royale aspect as well kind of touching on like the release thing as well is that when i saw it be announced i was actually like oh this is this looks kind of sick and pvp just really isn't my forte i'm just not good <laughs> i'm just not good at pvp but when i saw it, i was like oh it's like it's just it looks really cool but like i saw the dragon gliding in and stuff i was like oh this is kind of just like a battle royale game mode and because i didn't really look into it too much other than that i just thought it was going to be like another tubnet game mode in a sense and then when it kind of released and it was all this different stuff and i was like oh my oh my Oh my this is actually really 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 different really really like cool you know it's like it say it was kind of interesting to see that it was still it was like kind of advertised as a battle royale game mode and it is a battle royale game mode but it's not like the top net one for example is very very different and you know it's kind of the first successful version of this game mode you can say that we've seen a minecraft server produce because i know uh i think lifeboat on bedrock edition had a battle royale game mode as well i'm not sure if the java edition version ever did and it was just it just wasn't that you could you could build you could like build staircases and stuff like it was actually kind of like Fortnite. it was just so laggy and the gameplay was just so poor so it was was nice to kind of it's nice to finally see one that's kind of actually worked you know
0: yeah like the thing that i just think about minecraft game modes is when they're trying to be something that isn't minecraft or when they're when you're trying to recreate a different game in minecraft it's just not really good enough to like stand out long term and like the fact that it like the game is minecraft i just think game modes with minecrafty elements are so much better where you go mining because the reason why somebody would play hot play over fortnite uh is because they want to like go mining in an open world loot structures maybe the proximity chat plays into it as well but it's because it's in minecraft that becomes a good thing because if you just like recreate say somebody recreated lethal company in minecraft it would just not be as good like the those games the fact that they can make super precise graphics and like control how it looks and all that kind of stuff start an art a new art style that's their strengths and minecraft's like making a minecraft server game mode the strength is that you have minecraft already made for you in a way like i guess it can be more limiting than like things like Roblox and Fortnite creative, where you can like have completely customized everything. I think the guy who made lethal company, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's like a game that blew up quite recently. Uh a hor like you go into a haunted building, extract things, and then earn money, and you have to yeah. Uh, but the reason why it's just so fun is because it has proximity chat, really scary like visuals, and you also like have to s- you can only hold one thing at a time, I think. I actually can't remember only played it once but i liked it and you if you want to use your flashlight and see in the dark and see the mo- if there are monsters coming for you you have to stop holding your walkie-talkie and communicating with like other people and it's super intense and it's like if something like that got recreated in minecraft and you just had these like blocky like creepy things this wouldn't be as good and like but something that would be good is hoplite, but with weird monsters in the caves like if we had an update with like custom creatures i don't know um just because you're actually playing minecraft and people like that
1: i do want to ask as well kind of just it's a kind of hard transitioning from this because i don't really have anything to build on that because it's perfect answer in a sense really with the like with actually no i guess it kind of links to him because it's still talking about like the battle royale game mode is in a sense of we have like the op weapons as well Obviously, you introduced the idea. Two that really stand out to me is, um, and I'm going to butcher the name here. Majonia. Why can't I say it? Force Hammer. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you know, Force Hammer stands out to me. There's the Skyfer as well, the Skyf, which is really, really cool. I Twitter question I have coming up. They said their favorite one is the Pufferfish Cannon. I know there's also that um, the, the Warden Bow. I don't know the name of it. Sorry. I know it's really bad. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's the bow that shoots and it's like, has the Warden. I don't even know any of the Warden the names.
0: The Crossbow. Yeah. That,
1: yeah, see, I don't even know. The, yeah, that's the thing. I don't even know the name of Sky that's the issue so yeah the skull crossbones like all of that kind of stuff is adds to it so so much so what was kind of the inspiration behind adding like these legendary weapons and in a sense of this many because there's also the 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 telep the ender pearl bow as well where you can like shoot and teleport it's uh, like whereas uh where did kind of all the inspiration come from and why these kind of specific ones
0: well yeah this year i've been doing these battle royale 100 player videos and i was like one of the first people out of all the youtubers doing like big stories involving 100 players proximity chat all that kind of stuff to try the switch of first person and i was like if i want to keep it just from my pov how am i gonna make it entertaining and not get boring and repetitive and one of the biggest like well just one of the ways that i do that is by setting tons of big goals and like things to work towards so in those videos i had the exact same legendary weapons the midas sword except it was like 64. Gold blocks and notch apple blaze rods like all these things that art take a long time to grind for, and that makes my long video like two hour long video have just stay interesting to people because instead of it just being about winning it's like i I was gonna try get blaze rods for the mitre sword so i went to the nether then everyone's like super invested in whether i get into the fortress properly rather than me just aimlessly walking around a world and then yeah like it's the same kind of thing where legendary weapons are interesting to people in hot plate videos i actually um noticed Back when I used to make PyPixel Pi UHC videos, uh, I just remembered the, some of the custom crafts ended up making really popular outlier youtube videos j- just simply because like setting a goal and going for it and getting that item midway through the video really like paces it nicely and it's just good storytelling so that's kind of why i added them to my main channel videos and then i also added them to hot plate because i think it makes just entertaining youtube videos some of the highest viewed hot plate videos are about legendary weapons but also like I- i've kind of seen a bit of a repetition where like there, there's also a lot you can do in hot plate apart from from legendary weapon videos but yeah like the inspiration was basically I guess like high pixel skyblock, high pixel UHC, just like just any game with like custom crafts, even just the Minecraft bot videos, a hundred days videos, like that. I also had to um pace those well and set mini goals, so I added a bunch of custom recipes to those.
1: Uh, I just I just think it's cool, like the the ideas you have, cause I'm yeah, like you mentioned, they the kind of they kind of stem from the videos again. It's just it all adds kind of down to the interesting part of how Hotplay is stemmed so much from your YouTube channel. You know, like with, with Tubnet, how you mentioned, like it's kind of named a little bit after Tubbo. The server itself doesn't actually stem from his content at all. Like it has no links. Like it's the same name, but a completely different server. Whereas yours is a, a different name, but very, very much links to your whole content and content style and content ideas. And it's just, it's just interesting to see how much links and there'll be interesting to see how much more links into it. Because obviously you used to do Minecraft but content. I'm sure with Poplight, you can do like a, a, a lot of, my, like Minecraft butt I only use, like um, the Minecraft sword or minecraft you, that kind of idea you know and it's, it's just interesting how much you can kind of do your own content or uh, like throughout the years your own content on the server that you've made in a sense mm. you know, like, yeah, the, private nice games link. private games could uh, I, I simulated 100 i simulated a civil like civilization and hoplite you no know, it's just what i mean like you've just send it perfectly to match your content it's just crazy yeah
0: that and it's one of the most one of the most exciting things for me is like having a big goal with like a lot of strategy behind it like i can't really because for the last year it's been i've been doing something unique on youtube and like came up with a plan to switch the first person videos like i i just wanted to try something new there and like progress my storytelling and everything but at the same time as doing that i was also like getting a hot plate ready and it was all part of like the master plan now hot plate's released it's not really uh, as exciting to like kind of because hot plate's linked to the battle royale series and i've ended that and i've done the finale no like finale rematches all that kind of stuff so the part of the, like what i was going to do is start doing like some twists and like taking the just making the videos a bit more unique and maybe not instead of battle royale making it like zombie apocalypse or whatever you know just some different twists but that just stems away from from hot play and there isn't too much overlap that's the thing i was saying about like i felt like i was having to choose between putting my effort into beats level plus or uh my main channel but yeah like the thing that's most exciting to me is when everything benefits fits each other and like i'm working towards a bigger goal and my bigger goal at the moment is to like add, make events to add to the streamer space by also being insane for youtube and just like also just all these streamers and hoplite creators that have kind of come back to the scene uh because like they're enjoying hot light and then they've got back into content creation like some of those people have those so, so, all of those people have like so much potential they're involved in like stories and things like that just not every creator has the time or like kind of uh yeah i guess like time or interest to set up giant like events as well as streaming and making videos which is why we've probably seen like so many people just either quit or uh just go to twitch so yeah like just taking the the Minecraft community further with a plan that also benefits whole like, plate because those are creators who engage with the server is just so cool to me. But I don't want to speak too soon. I haven't done anything. but like the <laughs> events in uh, development, so it's like yeah.
1: And even even without the event, players can still kind of technically play in a, a speed silver video whenever they want without kind of speed silver video part. Hoplite civilization, you know, you vote for a king, you you P P S I you know, it's not like exactly the same, but it's still the idea is idea is there. So you know, people yeah. can technically say they played them on. <laughs> I guess then the final topic before we move on to the Twitter questions, unless obviously after this you have anything else you'd like to add yourself, is uh Jewels. So we've talked a little bit about it on the podcast. We haven't actually touched on it as a topic itself. But uh Jewels is something that's gonna be coming to hop light uh, there already is like the lobby one but like 1v1 yours is there anything you can kind of give us on that will it will it be coming out before this podcast comes out is it gonna like how how close is it it will take to being ready to be released
0: um we're yet to announce the exact date but it's gonna be playable first of all for vips and in like an early creators, access date right? yeah it's actually already mm. playable for content creators oh cool um, but not too many people have been streaming it just because I guess there's nobody to fill the games <laughs> like it's only content creators and then yeah like who's gonna be already queued up sitting there but yeah the vip is gonna be coming out in mid-december um and then we're gonna make it like accessible to everybody a bit later on yeah it's just really exciting the thing that's so cool about it is like for those people who are a bit discouraged and think they're not very good at pvp it's like Play, like, a couple hours of duels, learn to get crits on people properly, and you can go into hot play and get kills. Like, it's really, um, it's really not difficult. Like, obviously you're gonna be, there's a lot of game sense to pick up, uh, in Battle Royale, but it's fun when it's about game sense, and it's not about just getting, you're not just getting demolished in every single fight with no hope, even if you played the game perfectly.
1: I, I once again referring to the other thing I watched, you mentioned it that like you're going to be able to use absolutely everything, like the, the legendary weapons. You're going to be able to kind of practice with absolutely everything you can on Hoplite. Is there anything that, that you've got planned and you don't have to say what it is? I just want a yes or a no for this. Is there anything planned with duels that makes it stand out to other like 1.19 or 1.20 plus like PvP dual servers?
0: The first thing is on most other dual servers, they uh, you queue with like signs and they kind of split it into like some. Sub- servers so that queuing takes a long time whereas for us it's the same thing you see on like Hypixel and some other duel servers where you literally just choose the type of duel and it instantly sends you into one it doesn't matter if you're in a different lobby to people which is cool because then you just get into duels so much quicker the other thing is like obviously legendary weapons being able to train with those and it just those add like so many funny aspects to um to everything then we have like a new leveling new type of leveling system where you level each type of kit. So you can become like level ten in UHC but level fifty in archer and like oh, okay. show, Yeah, like you can kinda of show off the kits you're best at and have that as your prefix instead of just an overall star level, which is quite fun for
1: grinding. That's quite interesting actually, yeah.
0: And then yeah apart from that we just put a ton of effort into our like custom kit editor giving it every single feature for funny duels and again like i think that's something that can just make some really good youtube content like me personally i'm just gonna make a bunch of like interesting creator 1v1 videos on there for my second channel just because i feel like there are so many people there are so many streamers on whole plate that people are curious about who's better um and it's just a fun a fun concept uh and then just making funny custom kits the other thing that's been crazy is seeing the streamer of uh you have like private games and you can just invite like all your viewers or whatever with some funny settings like blit into let everybody into teams or like a giant ffa so yeah definitely a lot of unique stuff with that it should be cool
1: yeah with the whole like pro games thing as well is uh I, so back on months referring to bedrock edition here it's just gonna it use be my old content for so long it's easy to refer to it quite a lot is uh i hosted like two tournaments with um with like they're like skywars 1v1 tournaments basically on hive and they're like was for charity so who knows like people might even like 1v1 duel tournament so will, will there be like different forms of duels i'm not sure if this has been announced and i'm sorry if it has but like is it just gonna be solos or will there be duos as well
0: uh it's basically 1v1 2v2 and okay. then if you want bigger queues you have to make a private party
1: will we ever see like duo civilization as well as oh, a duo sorry duo like hot like battle royale as well because right now it's solo and civilization right so will there be any other modes is what i mean sorry
0: yeah we're gonna add limited time modes so i think we might just do a simple duos see thing how it goes. Yeah. um but I think the idea is probably to double up duos with, like, another interesting twist. Um, so... Yeah, definitely plans for future game future game modes. The thing to just keep in mind is like it's so good for new players if uh civilization mode exists, cause you can kind of get just bigger teams kind of makes team play more important. You can also get teamed up with like better people if you're not very good at the game and you kinda of have more hope of winning. And it is just good for content too. Yeah, definitely. Um, and duos would be even more like sweaty. Well, I guess like if there are a good te- if there are good teams and someone gets dropped then like it kind of works out. But yeah, like we kind of already know that Battle Royale is a game that is like hard to win unless you're like really good at the game. So I like adding twists to it, the um, add a bit of like wackiness to the game. Fifty v fifty, I think, is going to be the first one. So that'll
1: be fun. Oh, mega battle royale! Heck yeah! That's
2: interesting to say. That's actually a really cool idea. Well. Never even 50 about Fifty v fifty is one of the best things for a video. Like just watching it, I mean, and also just playing <laughs> it. I've yeah. never done a video like that, but being in one has always been the most fun thing ever. I actually did. Like I love the scale of everything that you do, because one of the most fun experiences I've had has been in like i did a there was a charity event that happened a few months ago that was like basically like teams of a hundred or more people in like a bedwars thing going up against each other with Fox chat that was really really fun it was so chaotic uh we got absolutely rolled and destroyed by the by the sweatier players who knew what they were doing but it was so fun it was absolutely amazing just because that level that so many people and so many interactions even losing is fun that's that's the the tagline for whenever you advertise the 50 50 even losing is a good time i think we actually oh, had it
0: planned for the very beginning of january uh, that's the one leak i don't mind giving because it's like
2: well i don't Maybe know if, just, it happens. I, if it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> yeah no pressure
1: before we get into, I believe, Roman, do you have a Twitter question or is it just me?
2: It's already been answered, the one that I had. Okay, that I so we just have Rather. one Twitter question and that's all
1: good. Before we Before we get into it then, is there anything else you wanted to talk about that you that we didn't mention on the podcast and you'd like to talk about? Or have we pretty much covered every aspect that we could?
0: Yeah, an interesting question is like, how much potential do you think the podcast stuff has and what are your future plans with it? Just because I find it so interesting looking at different areas of YouTube. One of the really interesting ones is like how the shift towards storytelling has happened in like, just irl content like the whole mr beast versus like ryan trahan styled stuff like they're both different approaches are more personality based with ryan trahan and like just how how like simple videos can become so good with stories that's one that i've applied a ton to like what i've been doing with the minecraft base. but the other one that's really interesting is like podcasts like podcast clips blow up so much you know even with like talking with such random people and i feel like like, this Minecraft, like there's just so many Minecraft creators. Like the space is just so massive that I, I don't know. I'm excited to see where you take this stuff, and I want to see you getting on Eclipse, Eclipse channel. I want to see uh bits of leaks, hot streamer <laughs> event
1: like <laughs> after this
0: because I uh, yeah, it would go crazy.
1: So uh, in in so I have a podcast like team behind me, but it's not like so Ajax is the main co-host of Midweek MC. That's their role in the team, and they also kind of help with ways improve marketing there's been a lot of improvements in the last year since the return of just how i've advertised the p- podcast and how i've gotten it out there uh like 50 f- like 60 is myself 40 percent is ideas from ajax one of the big ones is was him like telling me to move the upload time of the podcast so that's his role we have like uh so we have roman who does the research she actually did the research uh majority research for you and and this podcast as well as like partial myself uh tortilla was working on something that i can't disclose right now because so it's just not public so it's just something to look forward to i guess there's uh, AuraCat who does all the thumbnails designs he does uh, like the guest announcements all that kind of stuff which actually there's like a funny thing with one of the designs that's uh, getting announced like at the end of the year so we'll see and then there's uh, there's Bendo who is also working on something I can't talk about but like with the whole podcast team that they're all volunteers I, I guess other than Aura because like he makes all the designs so I pay him for it but everything else is done by me the scheduling, the recording the contacting, the editing I like guess this, this podcast is going to be entirely edited by myself, it's going to be uploaded by myself scheduled uh all of, like the tweet announcements all that kind of stuff is all done by myself and then i did used to have a highlights channel uh which wasn't like amazing it was kind of just like like two minute clips basically just slapped onto a thing some were shorts the shorts ones did all right i kind of dwelled into that but like at that point like i i want it to be mani- like manageable you know i don't want to like overdo myself and i think get like having someone i need to like dedicate their entire time to clips it's just i don't really want to do that as like a volunteer position so it's i mean the, the podcast is getting closer to monetization it is getting quite close and i know i'm not going to be earning loads from it but the fact it's getting this close and it can be earning me money is something to look at And it's like i've put a lot of money into the podcast on paying people for stuff and doing stuff And it's like right now with clips it's just it's just too much on my own plate and you know with like with like hiring someone full-time for it it means i can put a lot more trust into them easier because i'm paying them whereas like a volunteer is like it's very reliant if that makes sense so it's something i'm looking into something that probably won't happen now until like like the 2024 and if it does happen what i'll do is i'll go back through I'll, I'll get like the person to go back through every single podcast and like you know clip stuff that's not outdated in a sense for instance like at the time the event might have happened already so it, it wouldn't really make much sense to make a clip about it but it's just yeah I, i've got a lot of plans for it got a lot of stuff planned and that's why i'm slowly building a bigger and a bigger team behind me it's just some stuff is just a bit too much on plate, and some of it costs and i just yeah i just can't really warrant it right now if that makes sense yeah fair enough but you know i think alone the uh I think along with like getting the guests and contacting guests uh I something I'm looking into is adding chapters to the podcast which is something I should have really been doing from the get-go and I just never did there's a lot of stuff that I should have been doing from the get-go and I've kind of learned it as I went on but one of them is chapters and I need to get around to adding chapters every podcast and so that's also a big thing but like I mean with the fruitberries podcast for example uh somebody clipped it somebody clipped something he said and put it on the reddit and already got like a crap ton of views so you know just little things like that it's, it's kind of also more partially hoping that people clip this if that makes sense like as of right now people voluntarily clip it and post it on reddit or they post it on twitter or something you know so it's it's something i'm looking it's something i've looked into it's something i definitely want to do but i just i announced earlier this year that i was was taking a break from the highlights channel as soon as i introduced midweek mc because it's just it was just too much and i just i kind of just enjoy sitting down talking it's not something the podcast obviously i want it to grow and i want it to do really really well and i'm trying to utilize as much as i can to make it grow but it's not something i'm hell-bent on doing it's more so just it's still a passion project i have other forms of income i have other stuff like that i do it's just something that i really really enjoy doing i enjoy talking to a different creator and it's something that if it does well it does well and i'm gonna try and make it do well but i'm not gonna like tight because if i started bringing back highlights and i started getting clips and clipping everything and doing all that kind of stuff it drained me out and that's what the highlight channel was doing it was draining me out and it for like a little bit of pe- like period of time i didn't really want to do like i was getting kind of bored of it and that's why as soon as i cut out i got really passionate about it again kind of thing so
2: yeah, yeah. fair
0: enough
1: i hope that answers that well <laughs> yeah it's something i'm looking into it's something cool and uh yeah i mean you you it's all always- like a process right you joining you've helped and i will look at maybe who knows i might even i might clip it and i might slap it on twitter i might do like these food like clips i can turn into shorts i might do but it's just yeah it's just a lot right now going back exporting it getting down a minute it's like especially because i do all of that myself it's like adding more to it kind of thing yeah
0: yeah but all the stuff i was talking about earlier with like it being a really good thing for the minecraft space at least for a few creators to stand out off of kind of more personality story-based content this podcast is like definitely taking the community in that kind of direction and it's a nice way for like creators who are in a similar position to myself who have like a ton of just interesting things to talk about like i made a freaking minecraft server there's a fine strategy behind that but like there's never really a time where i talk about it because i make my videos like sharp and i don't stream too often so yeah, I really like what you're doing. I think this has tons of potential, and the viewers who are um, watching at the moment, it's uh, it's very cool that you are this engaged with the Minecraft community. And I truly think like the creators in this space are just so entertaining. There's so many like really, really talented people, and Minecraft is gonna blow up again in 24, 24, 2024, 2024. <laughs> it's not that like Minecraft is like super dead, but it's definitely in a space where like the there aren't, like, crazy... I, I don't know. It's just... It's not what it has been in, like, previous peak years. There's just not anything, like, super, super crazy going on. I, I guess I think of things more just about the PvP community. But yeah, like, just exciting things gonna be happening next year, I think. And that shift where creators move away from optimization or a little bit bored of it, all that kind of stuff. is just gonna, hopefully, be more interesting for the people who are actually engaged in this kind of content Content.
1: I I appreciate. It. I I know like you're just talking about just before what you said there about the whole podcast i appreciate that it means a lot thank you i'm trying my best you know mm-hmm. and I, I think it's one of the main things about the podcast as well is because i bring on creators of all sizes you know like next week's midweek mc is just a friend last week's midweek mc was just with roman a friend and it's like you know it's it's just it's just cool to talk to a range of creators and it's like you said it's something that maybe you've had these thoughts and i i get a few comments on the podcast sometimes as well like i would have never afford to ask that or like sometimes after the podcast guests are like oh like you made me answer something i never thought of answering and i guess that's the thing because i do i because we do that's why I built a team of like myself and Romans because I look into it so deeply to make sure I kind of cover as many aspects as I can. And sometimes I have like you know like guests answering questions that they've only just sort of the answer to because ne- they would have never pre-planned to answer that kind of question. I think it's just a fun little fun little thing. It gives creators a space to talk about themselves. It's the perfect opportunity for if ever like if you ask a question on it or if you want to find out more about them, they can come back and find this podcast. For example, and it's just you know and it's and it's also good for you to look back on as well. Like when Hoplite's a year down the line and you've been hinting at all this stuff, if you like ever like and it's, this is gonna be a long one but you know you could come back and in this podcast and be like oh like i hinted at that or i said this and this has changed and it's like it's just a fun little thing to look back on in a year or two down the line to see where you were and how you've grown kind of thing
0: definitely yeah
1: so it's like kind an of archive and I, I love the podcast man i just love talking to a range of creators and that's why i that's why i'm so passionate about it and i stay so passionate about it because this is my entertainment my entertainment isn't an optimization my entertainment isn't like in you know finding the best ways to grow on youtube mine is just getting a chance to talk to because I mean, you know, like you have, like, like you mentioned, you have like what over three million subscribers. I don't even remember the exact, exact stats, Sorry, you have, yeah, you have over three million subscribers, right? And you, you're sitting down on a podcast with less than a thousand subscribers, and like, you could have easily said no, you know. But the, I, I, the podcast has kind of been proven that like we can keep it well, we can do a good, inter- interesting conversation, and it can be entertaining. But the numbers don't prove that. Like it's, it's me as a person. I don't need the numbers to get like in quotation marks larger creators to come on the podcast. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just like. Being able to flow topics and give interesting takes on stuff is what makes it good for the creators to come on here and like I just watched a couple of the other ones and thought it would be fun and it has been so there you
1: go nice thank you uh, even well, if you don't
0: know how many uh, players the games have
1: yeah <laughs> so my you... bad okay alright <laughs> my bad okay I just yeah I just don't like I've done as much research as I can but I, I just like I said I don't really do PvP I'll like do a bit of Battle Box on MCC Island every now and then but that is the most I do just something about like because I know with Hoblite I'd absolutely love the grinding phase but then every, every single time it gets to PvP I just want to riku <laughs> you know like that's i enjoy complete, like getting yeah, the yeah. stuff and it's like i don't know i just don't want to like if i go into civilizations i just don't want to screw over my team by doing all the grinding and even or whatever but i do i enjoy watching it so at least i'm still supporting it and the podcast you know i'm still supporting it in my own little way kind of thing same with speed running mm. i've bought a lot of speed runners but i don't speed run myself and that's my way of kind of being interested in supporting it is by doing the podcast or watching it rather than actually speed running myself kind of thing
0: yeah yeah battle royale on whole plate is definitely a game that like the audience versus the like active players like the audience is gonna be a lot bigger you know it's it's good to have a game like that on a server because it's not it's not that like the game is bad it's just like it is a game that is a little bit more high intensity and there are gonna be so there are gonna be players who love that and want to get good at the game and there are gonna be players who that isn't for them and maybe they just watch it but it's just the long-term goal of whole play is to really expand and be a network for like all different types of games and uh yeah like i guess we've kind of got our name out there with these uh battle royale and duels when it eventually releases with just being a high quality minecraft server which means that we then release more game modes that cater to different uh players and it's not like what is this server like we don't have to make a make our name completely from scratch and also it's nice like an interesting take is like if you try to make something super super grand and set the pressure to be really high the reason why it's interesting is because people talk about Hightail so much um and this is a perfect example of it nice like
1: happened, yeah.
0: if you yeah it's like you can almost view like p- making a pvp game mode as stage one of the server and it allows us to like first of all be so happy working on everything because we have a community like we're super engaged but anyone who's like part of the service team can just go see their game played on twitch at any time like it's it's an amazing thing and if we released and with like trying to make every single niche of minecraft game mode at once it would have taken us a like longer to get there than it would have taken us to release maybe it would have even taken longer like if we made like an mmo for example with like tons of depth it might have even taken us longer to release that than it would have taken us to release battle royale duels have a super motivated and happy team and then make an mmo yeah you know Because that's just like, yeah, that's the really tough part about being unannounced. That's why I think, like, I don't think servers that announce themselves early are, like, wrong in their strategy and everyone needs to copy Hoplite because... It allows everybody to like know what the server even is. I think, like, during the creation of Hotplate, a lot of the devs probably had no idea whether this would get like 50 players or whether it would get like (laughs) a thousand players. Yeah. And we really saw like everything take off when, as soon as like the testing phase started. Luckily, we had a giant testing team for my events. So we were able to like have about 200 players on the server before, you know, six months before anyone even knew what it was.
1: I, I, it's kind of like with the podcast. Once again, just, I just, see, this is my way of kind of showing relate it's not the best of comparisons but no my, go for room, it I'm i try to relate it's like you know i announced she was a guest on monday and then well, this podcast was scheduled to wednesday obviously we had to reschedule and that makes sense as to why nothing's perfect but uh, the idea is essentially record sorry announce uh midweek mc on a monday record on a wednesday announce inside mc on a friday record on a monday and the idea behind that is basically so the viewers can kind of know who's next right if they if i don't announce a guest they know the midweek mc is going to be just me and HX, or just me ajx and another backup co-host or something like that right And so, like the reason i announced you is basically so people can either get their questions in or they can just get that bit of hype of like oh crap like we know now speed silver is going to be on this podcast and it's like you know a bit like with pop like, you didn't just drop the server you didn't just release something like oh yeah by the way a server's come out you like built like you you announced it a little bit before to build a little bit of hype you been you didn't announce it too far in advance where the hype died down and that's why it's perfect like i announced you on the monday i record with you on the wednesday and then i upload the video seven days later with Inside MC I think it's 11 days later but the, the hype's still there in regards to it being a week difference kind of thing you know
0: that's really respectable being so good at scheduling like I am not very good at scheduling uh like, like I was saying my second channel uploads like stopped for a while and it's it's uh <laughs> I guess it also just comes down to like yeah what like figuring out what I wanted to do with YouTube definitely announcing things in advance and allowing hype to build is a super good strategy but it's so hard because like the way I operate with everything is just doing like grand things and trying to make everything as best as it possibly can be and then that kind of uh approach isn't great for deadlines like it's kind of uh there's a lot of resistance to like starting anything like to like get in the flow and start working on whatever needs to be worked on like editing part of a video or something if it needs to be perfect and then it kind of causes you to like leave, or me to leave things a bit late but yeah with a really good yeah like with a really good team uh like whole plate can be scheduled well we did actually have a two-week uh delay for release but like that was like very unexpected it wasn't due to like lack of planning and stuff going forward for me definitely it definitely is cool to like announce things and have a bit of a schedule so yeah
1: yeah, there we go. Is there any, anything else, or should I ask a Twitter question now? If you've got other go topics, obviously, feel free to talk about it. I might.
0: No, no, I'll go, uh, go for the Twitter question.
1: So it's from DDXT. And to be honest, it's something I could have asked while we were talking about it, but it's fine. I wanted to save it. Uh, it was, What is your favorite legendary weapon and why? Um,
0: uh, hmm. actually, in the legendary weapon hole, flying around right now. Um, <laughs>
1: uh... <laughs> so you you get to look at them all perfect. I guess I actually have my own Twitter question as well, which is Wiggs, is my podcast.
0: I mean, I'd probably have to say the Midas Sword just because, like, the backstory with that weapon, it was the one that I used in my first ever video in the Battle Royale style, and it's just such a, like, it's also obviously the name kind of, like, I spent, during quarantine, like, COVID, I spent so long playing Hypixel Skyblock, and, like, that kind of, uh, although the design is, like, completely different to what it is in that mode. The kind of uh mythology of Midas and stuff just is a nostalgic, like theme and aesthetic, uh, and it's kind of a tribute to like at game mode. I just like, yeah, I can't stress enough like how cool I think it is that Hypixel existed and just created so many content creators. Like even just talking about a tiny niche of Hypixel, like the Blitz survival games game mode. If Blitz survival games, well, I don't know, we probably would exist if Blitz was never made. But, like, Technoblade started in Blitz. I started in Blitz. Another YouTuber who's quite big called Refraction started in Blitz. Cash, the kid's YouTuber, he first started making YouTube videos in Blitz survival games. Like, even just a tiny niche. Like, that's the... It got people to start making YouTube videos, and it's probably part of the reason why there's so many creators, like, in the Minecraft space versus other games. Just because it lets people get started. So, yeah. Like, uh obviously uh, yeah people always ask like is it your goal to destroy hypixel and like there's nothing it's not there's nothing like that like obviously we're super ambitious about whole play, but we like what they're doing and uh i you know whenever i see like creators being getting more options for telling stories like hypixel skyblock doing crazy stuff i just think that's cool and like if everything was taken away from me and i just had to and hoplite didn't exist and i had to make youtube videos i'd probably like be playing on one of those mmo servers like telling stories there uh if modded minecraft wasn't a thing so
2: yeah, fair enough. People are pretty weird about the whole like. It feels like everyone wants every single server to be a Hypixel killer. I don't know if people realize that you can play on more than one server and also not prey on another server's downfall. You can want everyone to to succeed, and I feel like that's the prox of the Minecraft community is we can actually coexist. It's yeah, I mean competition.
0: Correctly. Yeah, I mean competition like does have positive results, and it's like the Hypixel true, versus true. Mineplex competition was probably a big part of the reason why Hypixel ended innovated so much and straight up like we haven't really seen a server adapt to the like new youtube content uh to be fair donut smp i would say has like that's (laughs) a server you know that you can tell stories on like it's like how i became the most rich the new lifesteal smp thing there's lots of like long goals and stuff and yeah so there definitely are like more servers popping up that, that do that but i do see why people like want other servers to exist because the other servers that have popped up just aren't like there's just a lot that really aren't crazily innovative like there's definitely a lot of unique mini games and stuff like that but as a player like how are you going to stay interested in a minigame if there's no one making youtube videos about it. You know, it's a p- important thing even as a player to just like have some people to watch and kind of uh build the community around stuff with. So yeah.
1: Do you have anything to add before I technically ask my Twitter questions, Roman? <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I think actually though this did I not answer why why the legendary it? weapon thing. No, you did you said Midas sword and you explained why as well. Yeah. Oh Midas. Okay, okay okay. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> That's <because> <something, yeah>.
2: This is to clarify what I meant is with the competition that I meant I meant the uh, the idea that competition means a server has to die like a Hypixel has to die in order for another server to do well something like that like I feel like that's the uh, the idea that I was backing more so than the idea that competition is good yeah you're know, exactly. right yeah it does it does breed innovation it can go on orbits
1: right Uh insane orbits Twitter questions well I don't really know why I didn't just ask this because more come to mind so there are two things firstly will VIP rank ever get slash Nick because I know floatives is, is struggling hard right now with being targeted <laughs> due to being one of the best players so so i i'm not speaking on their behalf i i just watch a few of their streams and i can see i can kind of i can kind of just tell so is there ever going to be an option for that because i know creators have it or uh,
0: it's already a thing we added it in season two's update
1: oh, oh so it it's not point.
0: it's not just for vip rank you just you have to buy like a nickname upgrade on the store
1: oh so it's not going to be added to vip as well though no okay that's why I'm, yeah okay all right so you have to so how much is the upgrade then
0: Eleven. Ninety nine, I think.
1: Oh, that's not too bad, actually. I
0: was expecting you to get eleven ninety nine. No, that's <laughs> like...
1: actually no, that's not too bad. But is, is it, it's not monthly, though. It's permanent, Nick. Yeah.
0: No, it's for each season. So each season is two months. Oh, that's um... good. Yeah,
1: no, that's actually quite good. I didn't know you added that. Sorry. Yeah,
0: the reason why it would be like kind of weird if it was monthly is like if it was a subscription and then somebody like somebody's VIP ran out but they had nickname and we had to like take it away or we kept it like and there was an exploit you know it's just weird So just doing it season-based makes sense and obviously all the money that's going towards the server is literally just allowing us to like expand our team I think we've like doubled our team size since the release which is probably expected but like like legit we're already starting on extra game modes like it's just it's so cool being getting the options that we have with so much support on the server.
1: And and then the second one is uh will we ever see rank added to the game modes?
0: Ranked Battle Royale?
1: Yeah, I don't really think it'd be a thing, but I'm just curious.
0: Yeah I mean the way it would be done is probably like Fortnite right so you get points depending on how you perform. I guess it would be interesting, but I just yeah, I don't know. Well, we I know how it would be designed. It's just like, what's the point? Like, uh, it doesn't really excite me that much because it's already intense. And then, like, we can run creator events to see, like, the best of the best go up against each other. And I guess, like, also uh, Microsoft put in rules that limit the esports scene. So, like, It's not really, like, we have much many options with that, like, you're not allowed to uh, host a... Their rules aren't aren't bad, like, I'm on board with, I I really do think, like, Microsoft were a net positive for Minecraft. I definitely do think they're, like, limiting Java Edition a little bit by not adding a server browser, and, like, they could do things to help the, like, cheating problem back in the day. But, yeah, like, I, I like what the, what they do. I'm not, like, a super anti-Microsoft person, but they do have a rule with esports that's, like, a little bit weird. I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what it was, but I think it was you, if you're hosting an in-person tournament, you can't have a sponsor. It might have been, like, you just can't host any esports tournaments to it was, do with it was weird.
1: Yeah, it was a weird one.
0: So it's, like, yeah, I mean, we could, it'd be cool adding ranked if there was gonna be, like, this giant, like, crazy esports thing taking sponsorships inside of minecraft like hosting tournaments is uh oh, a little bit yeah is <laughs> a little bit like tricky and i think minecraft has the capacity like the games that have the um super crazy esports scene don't really have the potential for like their biggest creators to make some kind of story and like go against each other in a different like setting like what the type of things i was hinting at with a creator event so the best story that they can get is like a big creator showdown like the best of the best, high everybody's trying their hardest who will win. And that is that does have a lot of spectacle, and it's pretty like worlds in League of Legends and everything. It is very, very cool to watch. But at the same time, like it can be very, very cool to watch all the Minecraft people not only like trying their hardest to win, but with a with like a longer form, like survi- world survival type thing. But I just don't think it's really needed. I think limited time game modes are a great way to take it though. I ranked in duels can definitely be a thing, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, ranked in Jaws would be a good idea. I don't think it Yeah, so it's more so, it's more so just power. Royale would... I mean, yeah, like you said, it's kind of already ranked, just without the whole ranked system, if that makes sense. It's already like...
0: We don't need to make it sweatier, like, yeah, exactly. it's already pretty <laughs> intense. Like, I, even I, like, sometimes end up shaking when I'm playing, like, crazy
1: i still have like a good few topics but if we see if we record for much longer i'm gonna lose my i'm i need to go to like i need to i need to go and do stuff because i'm going to a uh to a christmas party later tonight <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know and I, and plus i i think i've been like time's getting a bit limited and i have so many more questions but however i think sadly i i do have to kind of i i do have to bring the podcast to an end i'm sorry however that's so good on the podcast here if you're interested i'm gonna I'll feed you the invite you don't have to accept or deny it obviously we can see down the line if you're you're interested maybe in season four or season five coming back on the podcast to kind of talk about where we are now and where we will be then you know you can i'm more than happy to bring you back on and, and have another conversation and ask like a few of the questions i didn't get to ask on this podcast then
0: definitely yeah i mean by then hopefully the uh camera event and next arc of my youtube channel will have come into fruition so it'll be cool uh talking about like future plans
1: again Exactly. so there we go uh i always like to give the outro here then for you to promote yourself as well obviously most people listening to this will know who you are but for the little bit of people who don't would you like to promote yourself anything obviously unless it's a sponsorship no <laughs> but like you know who are you uh where can we find you uh, or you your your apps on social media uh how to find out the Hoplite website if you want to buy any of the ranks all that kind of stuff this is this is your field here
0: by by vip rank on hot right now it's only 9.99 a month uh
1: where where where'd you buy it (laughs) i'm
0: kidding uh yeah check out speed silver on twitter at speed silver with an extra r at the end and uh my youtube channels and if you want to play whole plate and check out the uh the rising fastest rising minecraft server then connect to whole and that's all
1: and then hop gg on google as well for the for the website if you want to buy the vip rank yeah
0: check out our website we've got news articles we've got a store it's a great time
1: and that's where most of our research came from other than not being not knowing that there's a now a nicking system which once again is back. <laughs> i can't find every we can't Top find everything presses, all right <laughs> <okay>. it's hot <hard laughs>
2: off the presses orbits
1: well roman thank you for joining me today and subbing in for captain ajax you've been an amazing co-host right,
2: thank you so much for that
1: I and sadly this brings the end of midweek mc thank you again speed for taking time out of your day to come and speak with us it's been amazing and i look forward to bring you back on in maybe four five six months time whenever you already if you feel like there's perfect opportunity to come back on let me know and we can arrange a date anyways this has been midweek mc talking to the amazing speed silver about themselves on Hotplate, everything that and how it all links all that kind of jazz thank you all for watching stay safe don't need too much bread pieces